recording here, going here. Oh, this is so much fun. All right. Boys and girls, how are you? You know, today is going to be a wonderful day. Today could be a wonderful day for many reasons. We might get mail from the postman. Or we might just get a... Tony Bruno. Because... Tony Bruno Show. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you like that. I know you like that. How long you been back, man? I see the girls in the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all want to smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow Are we back? Is this thing working? Is this on? Is it possible, Robin? I, I believe it just may be. We have the magic dog in the house today. Penny is here with us. Come here, Penny. Come here, baby. Penny's here. Penny Curto, Luigi's uh, daughter, is in the house with us yeah. today. The good luck dog. So he brought the good luck dog back. I'm Little back. Little furry daughter. Little furry daughter. She's a great, great doggie. Yes, she is. Cats, uh, they've all been getting along nicely. Cats and dogs together. But most importantly, it's been a while since we've been able on this show. We've been doing football shows, of course, at our locations at Tollman Joe's on right. Sundays, like two-hour pregame shows, and then Monday night football at, at the Landmark Americana, and, of course, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Screwballs and King of Prussia. But the regular everyday thing here, it's been over two weeks, Robin, over two weeks. I mean, even Congress doesn't take – well, actually, they take off more time than that. But it's good to say once again something that I haven't been able to say in a while, Robin – and this is it. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. This is such a. We'll do it live. Shit. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Exactly right. That's what people have been saying about Miss Robin. Mostly Ms. Robin, because they can't blame me because I don't control the horizontal <laughs> or vertical of this. <laughs> and in the world where we're always looking to blame others, I, I'm not blaming Robin. Robin's been working her ass off. I would be working my ass off, too, if my ass were capable of being worked off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, your, your ass is out of commission. <laughs> not that it's necessarily in commission normally, but it's It's definitely... probably getting better, folks. I mean, now, you know, it's been a wild six weeks trying to get the medical thing straightened out, six trips to the hospital, two of them surgeries, and now I think we can safely say, as we are now two weeks away from the last surgery tomorrow, that things are healing finally. You're on the mend. I'm on the mend, and it's good. And again, am I totally incapacitated? Am I somebody in a hospital room getting bed sores? No, there's a lot of people who are suffering. This has just been a nuisance. 
And unfortunately, and then on top of the technical problems that we had the last two days, we tried to get this thing back on the rails on Monday, and then something went wrong. And luckily, Robin and the people at Twitch have been trying to work on this glitch, and now it's all fixed, bitch. Well, you like yeah. how I rhyme all the time? Well, we still, we still actually don't know if it's fixed. There's something funky going on. Um, it's, it, it's random, and we think it's an encoder setting that somehow or another is not sticking. But um, it's kind of a crapshoot, and the crapshoot uh, worked out for us today. Well, I mean, the thing about doing a show is, you know, you have to rely on the equipment to work. Now, our equipment was okay. We were doing shows. There was no problem. We were doing remotes. We take our equipment on the road and do shows. Correct. And now when we're in our own basement, Robin fired it up on Monday morning, and nothing was working. And then well, on Tuesday we tried again and it wasn't working. It wasn't that it wasn't anyway, it was there's there's an audio graphics card encoder setting issue. And for, for those all of you who know anything about we computers. We had so many so. people who obviously know a lot about computers. Robin knows a lot, and when she doesn't know the answers, she calls the people that know the answers to this. She goes online and tries to figure it out. She well, talks, let's not start sucking each other's Nobody's dicks sucking right anybody's yet. dick right now. We're just trying to figure out what happened. And the problem is there's so many possible things that could go wrong. One, it's like playing a football game. You got one offensive lineman who jumps offside, screw-ups the whole play. Somebody holds on one play out of 11 people on the field, then you set, set you back. So this is if there's one little glitch, everything goes bad. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't look right. good. All the things that could go wrong have been going wrong. And now, apparently, at least at this hour, we are underway and it sounds okay yeah, and it looks no, but okay. The, the, and, and the thing is, is that I don't know, because I haven't physically changed anything, one time it works and another time it doesn't. I don't know So when, basically, so. you're saying that what we always say on this program probably still holds true to this very, very moment, Robin. I believe absolutely 100% does sometimes that. Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. Exactly. Yes, it does. And it's interesting that sometimes make a good, sometimes make a shit is part, part of my life as well, too. <laughs> and so, you know, they had, we, remember I had those stickers? Somebody was asking me yesterday, because, you know, yesterday was election day all around the country, and they give you that little thing that says, I voted today. Right, right. And remember, I had a sticker that said, I pooped today. <laughs> Because that's like a big thing. I don't remember. Yes, I had a sticker a while ago that said, I pooped today. And actually, there's all kinds. You can, there's a million different stickers online that say, I pooped today. For a lot of people, you know, that's... that's it. That makes your day. <laughs> exactly. So it's hey. some, one of the things we all have to do. I've said this before. We, don't, we always hear death, taxes. The three things you can't, uh, can't avoid, are or two of the things you can't, is death and taxes. Right. Well, you can't avoid death. You can't avoid taxes, but if they catch you, you get in trouble. Yeah, it's not recommended. The things you can avoid doing is eating, drinking, sleeping, and pooping. You know, Bre breathing. Breathing is important. Yeah, but breathing is something you can't control. I mean, you're either going to breathe or you're not. I'm saying the things that you have control over okay, okay. every single day. Eating, drinking, which is one. I'm going to say eating and drinking. Going to the bathroom. Well, obviously, there's two ways to do that. And, of course, sleeping. That's it. Those are the three things. Bless you, Robin. And sneezing three times. That's what Robin always does. When she sneezes, she sneezes not once, not twice, not three times. Come in threes. Exactly right. So anyway, we're, we're back in business, and we thank everybody for joining us. I've been preparing for shows the last two days. You know, it's like preparing for something, and then you can't do it. It's like preparing a meal, like having a sous chef put together all the ingredients 
Like they do on those TV cooking shows. And everybody, they have them all in those little uh, ramekins. Mm-hmm. They got the onions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a, 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 one clove of garlic, finely minced, and they put it in a ramekin. And then all the chef comes in here and gets a tray and starts putting in these. Yep. Talk about a waste of time. But that's what it's been like the last couple of days. All the ingredients are chopped up. I got the pot ready to start cooking. Got the oil in the frying pan. It's nice and warm. And then, boom, got to throw all the ingredients out because they're not going to last another day. And you know what that is, Robin? It is. Total outrage. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. But uh, Twitch2247 says, I feel like pooping right now. Well, you know, you can do that and watch the show. Just take your phone into the bathroom <laughs> with you. You're, you're watching us on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, yes. wherever you are. It is okay if you bring the phone and you poop while during the show. Exactly. It's just not okay if we do it. Exactly right. <laughs> we will Everybody's got to poop. Everybody's got to poop. And that's just, uh, yes. that's just the way life works, Robin, you whether you're an animal vegetable or mineral you can bring us into the bathroom with you but we promise not to bring you into the bathroom with us it's exactly a deal. unless i have to run in there quickly but no i've been actually it's been good it's been good the last couple of days so thank god for that everybody uh you know when they what's the first thing they ask you when you go into a hospital you know when you've had some problems what's the first thing they ask you about it? uh when's the last time you ate no 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 it's what's your level of pain right oh, now oh. what's the level of pain okay. one to ten even if, like, you go in and you have a fever and you go to your doctor, what's your pain level? I think that's the first question now that's mandatory of every nurse, every, so what is, <laughs> every Tony, physician's assistant. What is your pain level today? My pain level right now is, uh, I'm going to say a two, Robin. Really? A yes. Ah, that's impressive. And for some people, two is too much. But for me, two is like heaven because my pain level has been 10, sometimes up to 11, Robin, as they said in uh, – Yes. Because that means it's special. Exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, NASA says, heck, I've had Tony and Robin in the shower with me before, let alone in the toilet. Wow. That's what's great about this show. You could put it on your you TV take us sets. Anywhere. You can take us. We're portable. We reach the beaches. We go from sea to shining sea. No matter where you are, you can take us with you. Just pick us up and boom. You don't have to worry about any problems. Now, please let everybody know <laughs> that we are live. Share, 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 especially because we haven't been on. And for follow a while. first off and foremost. Follow the show. It doesn't cost you anything. For people who want to, well, what, what do you, it's it's Twitch is a free app. You download it for free. For those of you who aren't following us, and we have a great group of loyal followers who've been following us since April when we put this thing on for the very first time on the night of the national college basketball championship. That was our first show. So we've been doing mostly daily shows. Since that, that that time, and it's, you know, it's a lot of work, but we appreciate the opportunity and the platform where we have the uh, the reach of millions and millions of people who can find our show now. The biggest problem is telling people where Twitch is. A lot of people don't know still to this day, and a lot of people do. So the people that do know exactly what we're talking about. But those other people, when they say, where are you doing? Where are you right now, Tony? And you say Twitch, they say what? And then you tell them, go download it, follow the show doesn't cost you anything to download. It doesn't cost you anything to follow us. It doesn't cost you anything really to watch this show every day. Now, if you want to subscribe, then you get the, all the other stuff, the, the previous shows. It's free on Amazon Prime. So you don't even have to pay. If you have Amazon Prime, you get the show for free. And if you want to pay, all that money you've been giving to politicians who are dropping out every single day trying to run for president, you threw that money away. Now, if you've been paying for the last two weeks, you threw away $2. But that was temporary. I'm not dropping out of anything right now. 
or dropping anything out, which is equally important. <laughs> so yes. so our, our, that Mars was an excused uh, medical situation. We're not dropping out because we asked you for money and then we're going to take it and run away. There's enough people doing that around the country. So anyway, you can subscribe. You can give us bits. You have your own walk-up music. You hear people uh, all the time when you become a, a subscriber. You get your own walk-up song. Most of the time, it's like profane commentary that people find on clips, and it's funny stuff. The one we haven't heard for a while, Robin, and I probably shouldn't say it, is the knock-knock thing. Oh, I know. That one always startles us. When we just gotten used to it. I know. And now we haven't been uh, airing for a while, so I wonder if it'll catch us off guard. Of course, now you mentioned something. If you hadn't said anything, it would probably freak me out. But people, uh, people are back. We're back, and we thank you. Somebody wants a $2.50 refund, though, for the last two weeks, Robin. See, if I did that, then I'd have to do it. Are you asking for refunds from um, Beto O'Rourke when you sent him all your money to run for, uh, for uh, Senate in, in Texas and, and for president? Is he, are people asking for a refund from him? And you still had access to the archives. Exactly. And we still did shows where you can listen. Yes. So it's not like we abandoned and we just went away for two weeks like Congress does. Exactly. Now, Rebel Man is back with us, all of our great listeners. I have no scheduled rants today, but, you know, you know how it works well, sometimes. It's not it, good when they're scheduled. No, no I don't plan a rant. Organic. It is organic. I may have one NBA rant today, Robin. I may, but I don't have it planned. I'm not like Max Kellerman who gets up every morning and says, Stephen A. Smith is making a gazillion dollars and they're going to give him another contract. i got to up my profile by being more outrageous and outlandish every day. And I know Max and I know Stephen A. I know these guys. But Max Kellerman has been upping his outrage game lately by getting people in different cities like Skip Bayless does, who used to work over at ESPN and now gets people outraged every day by saying outlandish things on Fox Sports 1. So Max Kellerman's been saying all kinds of crazy stuff, and people have been, he was like trending on Twitter the other day. I said, what happened? Did he die? No, he was just ripping uh, the Philadelphia Eagles or somebody else, and then everybody gets upset because somebody actually said something about you on national television. Therefore, you must react and rip him on Twitter. That's how it works. Yeah. And they're doing it for a reason. They want to get you riled up. I don't do it to get people riled up. I do it when I'm riled up. I don't come in here every day with the express written consent of anybody to get people angry or outraged. But, you know, especially when we haven't been on in a couple weeks. And I'm not going to go back and revisit things that I would have been outraged about two weeks ago. And since I didn't have a chance to do it, I'll go back and then start talking about stories that are now two weeks old to catch up. I don't do that. That stuff's all water under the damn dam and the bridge and the damn bridge. I keep it fresh. I keep it real. I keep it what's happening now, which was a great show back in the day. Although that was the uh, reboot to what's happening, right? Remember what's happening, which is a great show? Yeah. And then they did a reboot. was called What's Happening Now. And what happened now was nothing. That's why nobody watched it. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, welcome to everybody. Dean's ripping me uh, on Twitter again. But that's I know it's all healthy again. When people that have been following you for a long time can rip. When you can rip back and forth good-natured stuff, that means you really love one another, Robin. If you can argue back and forth and call each other names as long as you don't suggest on Twitter that uh, a white supremacist who has been caught 
and put in jail before he plotted to blow up a synagogue oh, yeah. should be met with a, a very heinous ending to his life and then get suspended from Twitter for 12 hours for suggesting that a person who has basically... Well, you know what I'm saying. When you think that somebody heinous who could have committed a major atrocity in this country should be going to jail and putting to, being put to death is, is a reason to be thrown off Twitter, then you know this world is really, really more screwed up than you could ever possibly imagine it being. So let's commence with the festivity, rather, shall we? Yes. By the way, I want to welcome everybody that is joining us from Instagram. Instagram, yo. Um, Instagram now has pretty much just the audio. The um, the video portion is condensed. You're only getting like the center oh, screen yeah. because um, we send it out to multiple locations all at once, and Instagram just doesn't play nice with the format. You know who so they do play nice with, though? Who? In fact, we should get this out of the way because it's underway right now. It's just after 1 o'clock, 1.18 here in the east, on the east coast. But you know what time it is in Los Angeles, Robin? Um, 10. Good answer. After 10 a.m. Good answer. <laughs> it took you that long to figure out what the three-hour time difference was? I, I, no, I had to look at the clock. It is 10.18, 10.19 now in Tarzana, California. And speaking of Instagram and the power of Instagram, we got to play this story because it's underway right now. And so this way people can say you were on top of it as it was happening. I don't know what's happening right now, but, you know, when you have a yard sale, anybody who's ever had a yard sale or a garage sale, or, you know, you go to a flea market, you bring all your stuff that you want to get rid of, and you set it up. Did you see this story in Tarzana? I'm now, looking at it right now. I actually did 88 get it. million Instagram people, instead of going out and, you know, putting a note on your telephone pole or going up and taping stuff. My grandfather stuff, and my taping stuff up to say, hey, yard sale, and you put the little sign on uh -huh. the, in your neighborhood and you give the address yard sale this Saturday, 8 a.m. to whenever. We have a major celebrity who said, screw putting signs up in the neighborhood about stuff that I want to get rid of. Right. How about if I just go into Instagram and give 88 million people an opportunity to come to my house by posting my address so that you can come there and get some of my goodies? You can buy stuff that I don't really need anymore. This is the taking the yard sale to the highest level, Robin. And I'm wondering what's going on right now as the yard sale is underway. It was supposed to be today from 10 a.m. on, and we have tape. Do we not? Uh, okay. Let me explain what's happened. So I do not have two computers anymore. I okay. only have one computer. I just want to know if we can play the story. I'm going to try. Before, it was much easier because I could just bring it in from the second computer. Now I have just one computer to work off of, and so it's it's not quite as clean, but I do believe I can do it. Okay, because this is a big story, Robin, and but later on today, you'll be able to see this story because I guarantee you, uh, this is not going to be just a couple of little old ladies showing up or a guy okay. shows up early right Here before everybody comes to make sure they can get that bicycle before somebody else gets it. Go to the table. Got LAPD officers here, private security as well, at the bottom of the driveway to singer Chris Brown's home. They're out here to help control the crowd showing up, and they are lining up, but they are telling people this morning that this may be shut down by building and safety. Let's check out Air 7 HD overhead. We're getting a look at the setup this morning. About a dozen tents outside his home with tables and merchandise already set up. Looks like a tour bus there as well. Behind the gates, cars, and several ATVs. 
Unclear if those are for sale. Now, Chris Brown posted about the yard sale on his Instagram page, saying it is set for 10 a.m., saying it would be a two-day event. Of course, this is not the first gathering at his home. Many loyal fans, they already knew where he lived from parties and a little police activity. But again, the artist may be in for a surprise this morning. LAPD officers have been telling people out here, basically, the yard sale is illegal because he's reportedly been bringing in items by the truckload, which is against city code. Brown said on his Insta post, the yard sale would feature significantly marked down high-end designer items. There's enough <laughs> celebrities wardrobe. We're hoping there's designer items, designer belongings, shoes, jackets, anything we can get our hands on, hoping to resell it. I've heard like a lot of people lining outside of celebrities' homes and stuff, but for an event like this, it really is something new, spectacular, something out of the ordinary, and it's really cool to be out here. If they cancel it, I'm kind of be upset, but hopefully they don't cancel it. Hopefully they don't shut it down, you know, because it was a long drive and from Sacramento. This is brilliant, Tony. We should do this we the next time this. we have a garage sale. Forget putting up posters on the uh, on yeah. the telephone pole at the corner of the intersection. Wow. Well, you know, we kind of, we sort of kind of, when we first moved from <laughs> L.A. to Philadelphia, we did have a um, Tony selling his um, his storage unit crap. Exactly. We and, need to do that again. And we sold, um, because we had all this extra furniture, because we were coming from a big 4,000-square-foot home three-car garage in L.A. to a three-bedroom apartment with no garage. And so we sold sofas. We sold... What all, what all did we sell? Damn it was a lot of stuff. We stole our sofa bed, a sofa to a young listener yeah. who was going to college. The famous Tony Bruno red sofa. From, oh, and from, the futon. And the futon. No, not the futon. What do you call that? The round thing. The beanbag? No, the Too round thing that you were saying... You were saying if that thing could talk? Well, not the Moroccan bench. That's concrete, no, so no, nobody no, no, can no. move but that. You were talking about how if it, it's a good thing that uh, he didn't have a black light and uh, there was no video camera of everything that happened on that sofa because you were single exactly. for a long period of time. I was self-partnered at that point, sort of like Emma Watson announced yesterday <laughs> that she's now self-partnered. self-partnered. I have no idea what that means. It's single. It means single. I wonder if Chris Brown is selling, like, because we sold, like, our porn collection, too, when we had our garage yes. sale in Venice, California. But we had it in the back room, like West Coast Video used to do. Yeah. We had everything out on tables, because everybody's done a yard sale or a garage right. sale, right? And so then we had the back room, because we had a lot, so many porno videos, right. which I believe Delta will now be buying and putting on airplanes now. And for those of you who have not heard this story before, Tony used to belong to what I affectionately call the Porn of the Month Club, Vivid, because of all the things that he used to do with them and have the uh, <laughs> porn star pigskin prognostications. Exactly. They would send him whatever releases that they had. And so he had all these unopened porn DVDs that, I mean, God, he had hundreds. Yeah, screw Chris Brown. Mine were at least legitimate. I, mine were all like over 18 videos. They were all legal videos. Chris Brown, I wonder what he's got in that house. And why does a guy of his fame need to have a yard sale? Is he broke? I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't either, but. Now, would you go to a yard sale of a celebrity to see his, 
Now, we, had, we did our own yard sales at Dockside because there were several athletes who lived in our building. And you would know that something was up because when we go to the trash room, you know, where you throw stuff down the chute when you uh-huh. live in an apartment building? Yeah. There would always be boxes, like gigantic boxes of size 18, 20 sneakers. Yeah, but the, they were just the empty boxes, the though. The Gucci, Gucci. Gucci stuff. There's a stuff. lot of Gucci stuff. All the, and Gucci box. Just the boxes are By the low. way, yes. just FYI, <laughs> Gucci boxes make fantastic storage boxes. I could never afford what was in a Gucci box. but uh, they, And the cats love them as beds. Yeah, those are great boxes. They're, they're great and boxes. Then, you, you, know you, live in a, in a, you know you live in an apartment with a lot of uh, athletes who get tons of sneakers. Actually, there are regular people who get a lot of sneakers, too. And they know who they are. They have to go out and buy the latest shoe. And that's good. God bless you. Just make sure you pay the 275 toll, though, when you're getting on the New York City subway system while you're wearing your $500 Air Jordans or LeBrons, for God's sake. So anyway, LeBrons, if there's anything that happens at the, at the, uh, at, at the Chris Brown yard sale at his home in Tarzana, California, mm-hmm. we will go live to yes. Chopper 7 out there. In uh, Southern California, unless there's a car chase in the meantime, because you know it's tough in LA. Every day you have to have the the car chase scenes. Yes. Somebody that thinks they're going to get away from the cops, they steal a car, they start driving on the interstates, and then the helicopters follow them sometimes for hours, and the person never gets away. But yet the next person thinks they're going to be that first person who gets away. Like what? <laughs> what goes through their mind? I mean, obviously they're, but it's just stupid. It's stupid. You know that the helicopter's there. You know that you're not going to be able to get away. There's no way that you can get away. Stephen Speaking Nocal of helicopter. Says, Come on, Robin. Tony was a distributor. Speaking of helicopter, Tony, you all you fell asleep. You didn't hear it, but there was a helicopter circling overhead for at least an hour. What t- yesterday, right? Last no, night. No, last night. I saw the story this morning. I, I tried oh, to I open it up. Apparently, there was a, a, a series of armed robberies in, like, 90 minutes in South Philly somewhere. Really? Yes. I, I, I thought they were just celebrating Jim Kenney winning another election I that was, was rigged. I knew it was set... going to be something. Yeah, we it... had our own Philadelphia mayor because this city is another brain-dead, marching-dead, walking-dead city where you knew he was going to be reelected no matter what people wanted. Right. Because there's no choice in this town. And so what happened? It's a big story. There were a bunch of guys roaming around stealing stuff and i don't know where the stores where? are i tried to click on on the on the cbs3 site here in philly but it would just show a commercial all the time and then i'd hit it again and i'd have to watch another commercial so this is something that happened not far from here where we live in south philadelphia last night proving that philadelphia is now one of the most dangerous places on earth to live even living in mexico with the drug cartels is easier than living in cities like philadelphia where the nightly gun violence and out-of-control shootings involving young people who shouldn't even aren't even old enough to have a gun, but I somehow all have a gun. Night. Let's get this update last night on what happened last night. I didn't hear the help. Where was I sleeping? I was watching TV. Yeah, and then... What time was this? It was after midnight. It was just oh, after okay. midnight. Oh, excuse me. I tried to go to sleep at midnight. Let's get breaking okay, news now. News. Forget about Chris Brown's yard sale. We had a shootout. At the OK South Philadelphia Corral. I thought it was Jim Kenny's uh, friends down here celebrating, but it wasn't. Let's go to Miss Robin with the latest news on gunfire in South Philadelphia last night. So last night. night, over a 90-minute period, a trio of men robbed at least six people at gunpoint in South Philly, likely using a carjacked SUV. 
Um, police. Did you see if our car was all right uh, this morning? Did, did you find it? I did not. Hello. I hope it's not um, our. They didn't carjack our SUV, well, did they? Carjacking means that somebody was actually in it. Before, oh, okay. Right. Otherwise, it would. Well, have we've been had a, our car broken into before here, thanks to Mayor uh, Jim Kenney's uh, lack of. Uh, we're looking at a serial trust criminal, in the serial robbers that committed a series of crimes, mainly in South Philadelphia. We're in South Philadelphia, Robin. It's a big area. The apparent robbery spree took place east of Broad Street between South Street and Oregon Avenue from ten. From 10.30 p.m. to midnight. So from 10.30, so South Street is north of us, closer to the city. That's about eight blocks south of City Hill. All the way to Oregon. That's a pretty big swath. So three guys? Three guys. um, All six robberies, uh, robberies, the victims described were three males wearing all dark clothing with bandanas covering their faces. Antifa Um, in South Philly? One, two, or maybe even all three were armed with a gun. The well, how would they pr- how would they pull off arm? Now, were they robbing just people on the if, street or stores? If you would let me continue, okay, I, I'm, I'll I'm let asking you know. the question and then hoping that you move ahead <laughs> instead of reading it word for word okay. and pick out the important parts. Oh, okay. okay, I'll I'll do that. Thank you. I can, I it's called that. editing on the fly. Okay. Uh, apparently, the the victims were outside on the sidewalk walking when they were robbed. Um, at least one had to be hospitalized after being pistol whipped. Um, so they were just walking around. They no, just, it looks like they got out. So they were they stole so it was a not SUV. Our car. It was a Nissan Rogue. So they stole a Nissan Rogue, Dark and then color. they decided to drive around while Jim Kenney was celebrating his uh, mayoral victory. Uh, they said, "Let's go out and uh, celebrate by seeing who's walking around on the streets tonight." Pistol whip them and take their money. Is that basically a, yeah, a good so summation of what was going on? Let's see what. They're hoping that uh, surveillance cameras are going to be able to help identify. Oh, that'll help are. identify guys wearing bandanas. Here, hold on. Do we have the mayor on the line so we can offer him congratulations because he's going to run for governor in two years? The same dopes in this city will keep reelecting these clowns. He already announced Jim Kenney, the mayor of Philadelphia. He already announced before the election yesterday that in 2022, two years into his second term, he was going to run for governor of Pennsylvania. Yeah, but let's elect him so that in two years from now he can snub you and try to be governor of Pennsylvania. Yes. By the way, we are getting ready to go uh, crossing do, yeah, streams. Yeah, we're going to stru- cross streams. That's we right. We haven't done that in a while. With Harry Mays and Aton Shander. So we're going to do that. We'll keep an eye on. Harry Mays and Aton Shander. On 973 ESPN. And the 973 ESPN mobile app. It is time. The return. It's been a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, we haven't done this you know, as far as crossing streams in a while. Correct, yeah. So it is time to return to the streams as we are live. As is Mr. Bruno, Tony Bruno, Miss Robin. Yeah, his is Bruno Nation Live, and ours is Maze and Aton. Aton. Correct. All right, Tony. Yes, Tony. Welcome to the show, man. How are you feeling first and foremost? It's finally getting better, guys, and I appreciate all the support and all the great. You know, we've been going out and doing stuff. Harry and I were at. You know, we were screwballs last week. So we've been doing the football shows here on 97.3 ESPN, but my regular everyday one-to-four show, this is, we've, we missed two consecutive weeks. We tried to get it back on Monday, and then we had all these technical issues. So we went, I prepared for a show after football's weekend, and then I have all this material I couldn't use on Monday. And then yesterday, the same thing. So finally, Robin worked all day yesterday trying to get the glitches out as I was self-partnering myself upstairs. After Emma Watson's big story, revelation that well, she no, was... Wait a second. What is all that yeah. music? It sounds like you're in the mall. Oh, it must be the Chris Brown music still playing in the background from the yard sale. I'm sorry. i got to turn that off. 
I had uh, God, that is, from, what is that? from the what? Uh, Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown. We went live to yeah. L.A. because at 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock our time, he started a big yard sale at his property, and he gave out his address on Instagram, and 88 million people know where he lives, so he's having a big yard sale. So we went live to Los Angeles where actually helicopters are circling a yard sale right now. So if you can get out to Tarzana, California, maybe Chris Brown will have something that you could buy from him that you really, really would be important to your life. Now, now, what would no you idea. what would you wow. go there seeking if you were if you were near Tarzan? He said, "Let's swing over here, Robin. Let's check it out." What would you go there like hoping to find? Oh, I know. Well, what would you? I know Aton probably would know what he'd be looking for at Chris Brown's well, house. Some, something worn by Rihanna that he still has, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's one of the things. But listen, you know, these guys. I, I guess he's having financial issues because of all the legal implications that he's been involved right. in. But so he's got yeah, a lot of like sneakers and stuff. But when you go to a yard sale, you see a yard sale in your neighborhood, and they put, you know, they put the little thing up on the telephone pole in your neighborhood or a little sign, yard yeah. sale today. You know, you, if you're home, it's down the street from you, you walk over and see what's over there. Even if you're not buying anything, you want to see what people yeah. – So if you a celebrity puts up his, like, Air Jordans or his LeBrons, you know, and you can get right. a good deal on them, why wouldn't you buy them? And people are already saying they're going over there to buy stuff so they can resell it. So it's not even stuff wow. that people want. They're looking for a way to say, I got Chris Brown's jock trap, and I'm going to resell it on eBay now. Now, the other thing that they're <laughs> saying, guys, is that he shipped in by the truckloads other stuff. So I think he's trying to make a big buck by turning around stuff that's not even his as well. Wow. That's a good that's deal. That's what it sounds like. That, that's good yard sale perception right there. Now, have you ever... Have you ever successfully executed a yard sale in your time? Yes, Robin and I did it before we had to move back to Philly in uh, October. It was actually September of 2011. Robin and I, because we had to move and we had trucks coming to get all of our furniture and all of our gear, we said we have too much stuff. So we actually opened up our garage door in Venice Beach, and we put signs out. And you know when you had a couple bicycles? And the first thing on a yard sale is you have bicycles. There's somebody waiting at your door before you even start the yard sale. Because everybody yeah. wants bicycles because they have kids, and they don't want to buy a, a new bike if they can get a used bike. And so people know the game. This is a game yard sales. There are professional yard sale people who go looking around early trying to fleece somebody out of, you know, some moron who doesn't know how much stuff's worth and just wants to get rid of it. They take it, and they, right. and they go sell it somewhere else, which that's, that's capitalism. I'm all for it. But a guy like Chris Brown or a multimillionaire selling stuff out of his garage, I mean, I, I don't know what that's all about. I hate to do it to Chris Brown. That was always a big thing in the area where I grew up. There was like every weekend somebody was having a garage sale or a yard sale, and you'd walk by there like you just look at all these like useless trinkets. You never got anything about. No, I never got anything like like used uh, Christmas ornaments or plates, glassware, and all this tchotchkes, crap. I'm like, how I want your plates? I'm a tchotchke yeah, guy. Tchotchkes. I want to look for tchotchkes yeah. to put on my uh, on my shelves. Yeah, but know. every now yeah. and then you find a treasure. Like yes. people don't realize what they have, and like a reel to reel, like a reel to reel uh, tape deck. You know, people have old electronics. Yeah. Most of it's garbage. But if you get a nice mm-hmm. old, re- you know, eight reel to reel tape recorder, which is, or even cassette decks, which are hard to find. So you find that what, kind of cut stuff. Reel? You got to cut the reel of a Twitch show. I mean, you have no. To I have all these tapes. All time. digital. I have boxes of twelve-inch reel-to-reel tapes that I can't listen to because I don't have a machine big enough to put it on. 
interviews That's I've done, shows. Right. I've got small tapes. Right. I've got cassette tapes with interviews from, from the Flyers' Stanley Cup runs. i got um, all my interviews presidents. on a cassette. Interviews with presidents of the United States on cassette decks that I need to dub over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you okay. should reissue those, those well, Flyers interviews right now because they're not going to get a cup anytime soon. Wait a minute, Harry. See what they did to the Carolina Panthers last night? 4-1. to one. That's a big victory. 5-1-1 one oh. one at home, Harry. Jump on, bo- jump on board the Flyers train, bro. <laughs> All right. Jordan Matthews, <laughs> Wait, back at the Eagles. I, you know, this is a pretty good idea, though. If I found a way to get all of that on some sort of digital, which I actually have a place where I can take all of that and transfer it over to digital stuff, uh, we should write a book or, or some sort of documentary if you're looking to make money off of Tony. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well who is it? No, the guys are, are we all? There's enough money for everybody to eat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get it back to the Eagles now. As Pete exactly. Thompson would say, let's get it back to the Eagles. Jordan well, Matthews, Jordan we said Matthews, this. Uh, we said this on Sunday. We said this on Monday night over at Landmark Americana. Jordan Matthews was, you know, candidate number one. He's been here. He was released a couple of weeks ago. He and Carson get along. He's not the speed burner. You know, the guy's played here. He's familiar with the offense. And so everybody was throwing out names of who they were going to go after and get. Jordan Matthews was the easiest, uh, obvious one. So he came in for a physical, and they signed him today. Is, that, is he going to make – Is he? A, I know one thing. I, rel, I, I trust him more than I trust Mac Hollins or J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. He's not going to go deep. He's not, you know, but he'll he will at least catch a football every once in a while when he's the fourth or fifth option on the field. You would think. Wow, uh, that's hope. where we are. You would hope. I'm the guy who threw that's out Antonio Brown out there. We had a whole list on Monday night. You know, uh, John McMullen and Colin Thompson. We were throwing out. We had a whole list of guys, and obviously, you know, Sidney Moncrief or, or no, the Dante Moncrief, the guy who has four right. touch, four catches, and five drops was picked up by the Carolina Panthers. So there's guys right. like that around. But are any of those guys yeah. going to come in here? Luckily, the Eagles have a bye and get ready to play in, 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 in another week when they take on the, the New England Patriots? No, it's just frustrating to see we're in the exact same, if not worse, situation than we were last year. Yeah, yeah. when they had to reach out to sign Jordan Matthews to save. Now, the team was much better last year than they are now, but even still. I jokingly said the other night <clears throat> that they should call uh, they should call a couple of guys, including a guy that they did call who just retired from the Carolina Panthers, and they even called him back. Torrey Smith. Yes, Torrey Smith. I jokingly yeah. said, how about Torrey Smith? I mean, the guy's <laughs> only 30. It's not like he's 50. And they actually did reach out to Torrey Smith, and he said, no, I'm good. You know, 30, they traded him to Carolina. He played 11 games last year, and then he announced his yeah. retirement. But all guys who announced their retirement at 30 – he obviously doesn't want to play anymore, so I'll give him credit for that. But would you bring Torrey Smith back in here if he wanted to play? Uh, I mean, at least, you know, he wasn't great, but he did provide something that, you know, that they don't have, and that's a guy that can get deep. And you have, as a defense, you have at least have to honor that. They don't have a guy like that right now. But they did get rid of Andrew Sendejo. Another guy that the fans did not take kindly to here in his short stay with the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, his biggest hit was on his own player, yeah. Avante Maddox. Exactly I've never right. seen someone be celebrated like that. <laughs> but they're going to get a fourth-round compensatory pick. They had to do it by this weekend, by Saturday, or they lose a third round, or a fourth-round pick. So it's a smart move. I don't have anything. It's not personal to me. The guy really didn't yeah. do much. 
I mean, it's bad enough Sidney so Jones can can't play, and you go get a guy who was a, a hitter on the Minnesota Vikings, and he can't play, and he's not really doing much for you. Why bother no. keeping him? No, I know. The, the bigger problem is, and this is what Eitan and I have been discussing for over the last couple of days, is that you look at, you bring up Sidney Jones. He was a second round pick who's looking like a bust. Yep. J.J. Arthaga Whiteside is heading that way, too, although he's only in his first year. But that's the real underlying problem is their inability to draft. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Harry. And that's what people are pointing at. And I think it's fair. Again, the season's got seven games to go. We'll see how it plays out. But I think it's fair to say, you know, that Howie Roseman, who got all the accolades for getting the right guys in here for that Super Bowl run and having Nick Foles signed, Everything fell into place. Guys got hurt. The next guy up did something. This year, guys got hurt. The next guy up, next guy up did nothing, including guys who right. aren't even supposed to be the next guy up, like Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, three drops he's the other day. Up. He, he, he's already up. You know what he has in eight games, Alshon Jeffrey? 353 total yards and three touchdowns in eight games. That's not, a yeah. next get, that's not the next guy up mentality no. that we saw during the Super Bowl run. I mean, you can't drop passes if you're all Sean Jeffrey, especially crucial ones. So three touchdowns in eight games, I would say that's a guy who's not really contributed as much as he should in the next guy up mentality for this team this year. Tech Sport is buzzing on a couple of things that have been brought up since Tony's arrival on the show. One, Rick and EHT. Anyone heading to the Chris Brown yard sale, can you pick me up an autograph restraining order? Oh, (laughs) I believe there's a whole whole binder full of those, baby. (laughs) There's a row. Right. We need a rim shot for He's that. Got a yeah, table. <laughs> <laughs> table eight of the restraining order. Uh, <laughs> Would you like to come over into the? I told you when Robin and I did our yard sale in Venice, we even had all my old porn DVDs in the back of the garage. We had like yeah, a curtain. That's what I was just going to ask you. We, even, yeah, we had like a go. curtain, like they used to have at Hollywood Video, you know, because Blockbuster didn't yeah. rent porn back in the day. Right. Only Hollywood, correct? Hollywood yeah. Video, West Coast Video. They had a back room. And you'd go in there right. to see if any, if you recognize any of your neighbors in there. Well, we had to do that yeah. because we were selling bicycles, so there was all these families coming by with kids. We're like, right. we can't just put them out front. Well, Tony, Tony and Robin probably had so many DVDs that they divided up between, like, like uh, genre, like vivid. These are the vivid section. Oh, yeah, I had them all broken the down. section. Yeah, I had it all. No <laughs> browsers. I did not give up that money. Any of my personally autographed uh, DVD boxes, unopened. I still have those, Harry. I just didn't want to give away the, the personally autographed, legendary copies that I have. Well, you got to save those when you really need money. Exactly. <laughs> probably Think by about where we are right now. Probably by February you know, of 2020, I may be having to go into that stash. <laughs> it used to be back in the day, you'd have to walk through those stores with your head down and your hood up. <laughs> and now you just chill in your basement and rent everything online. Exactly. The pioneers that went through West Coast Video <laughs> and had to walk through that walk of shame. We owe you a lot. Right. And they had those shutter doors in the back. They had those shutter doors in the back, remember? Or they, or they had the beads that you walked through. Yes. The beads yeah. were the, the beads, best. The, yes. beads, the beads were a curtain. Yeah, yeah. The beads were the best. All right, we're going to continue the conversation on Twitch. At Bruno Nation Live. At Maze and Aton on Twitch. And we'll be back after this. Listen to Maze and Aton anywhere. Okay. Very good, guys. Uh, I'm good with it. Download the 97.3 ESPN mobile app now. 97.3 ESPN.com slash app. Listen to Sixers basketball tonight with Tom McKinnis calling off. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen. That was like.
like the a local, local, the local yeah. ones, yeah. Uh, mom and pop videos. Sometimes uh-huh. they didn't have anything. It was just a room. It was like an alcove. Yeah, I remember the West Coast video. Defeated. The one I used to go into had like the you know like the bars where the the double doors that you walk in, mm-hmm. you push the doors yeah. open, and it's, and then some of them did have like the a beads. Saloon. Yeah, like a saloon door. The swing door. And, and it wasn't full, so you could still see if there was anybody in there. So right. I'd look and see if there were right. any, any legs in there before I would <laughs> exactly. go back there. You know, and I say, is anybody in there? And then I'd say, screw it, I don't care. What am I doing? I'm not breaking the law. No, but that's the whole thing. Is <laughs> it was this element of shame in our society, taboo in our society, and now that it's not that taboo has been lifted. There's no video place to go to no, and celebrate with anybody else. I know. I wish there was a risque video yeah. location. I used to go to the one in West Philly and then the one down by the oil field. Yeah, like that's right that's closed now. Yeah. They, well, it, yeah those... It's a gorilla bait now. Correct. Exactly if right. If I'm not mistaken, the stores that still that sell um, adult paraphernalia, they still have a section of DVDs and stuff like that. I don't go in really? those stores. Though. Yes. I don't they go. will what, still what sell kind it. of paraphernalia are you talking about? You know, the, the, the ones that sell sex. the dildos and the sex toys uh, yeah. and the, and the uh, <laughs> intimate apparel. Do you still call that paraphernalia, though? Like, I, when I hear paraphernalia, I think a drug paraphernalia. Yeah. Right, oh. like, like a glass bowl that I'll light up in about 15 no, minutes. No, I'm thinking of, like, <laughs> sex swings and ball Yeah, that kind of stuff. Accoutrement. I would call them accoutrement. Accoutrement? Instead of uh, Adult accoutrement. paraphernalia. Accoutrement. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it just gags. rolls off. And it sounds you know, better. the ball gags. Yeah, it sounds more classy that, when you call it. That's table nine at the Chris Brown office, <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. Seriously, I can't wait till later on to see a video recap of the Chris. And it's a two-day event. Yes. Not only is it today from 10 a.m. till whatever this afternoon, he's bringing it back tomorrow. You know, if, if it, this is the kind, I hope people don't get unruly. Like, I hope that nobody has. Oh, like, you know. I hope nobody shows up with a Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, no, no. That no. Oh, hell's going to go. break, Tony, break you loose. you know there, it's going to be like uh, Black Friday. And as soon as it opens up, people are going to be rushing out, and they're going to try to grab stuff. It's like, that's mine. It's, I hope be, not. I hope these people, because, no, we had a live helicopter shot. As people were standing in line, and they were saying, hey, I just want to see. I'm gonna, but one guy said, yeah, I want to buy something so I can resell it. People were spending the night, just like at, like you know, Black Friday. They're in front camping of, out. They're yes. camping out like Black Friday in front of Walmart. Oh, by the Speaking way, of which, Black I, Friday. Yeah, that, yeah, you, you can? can still say that. Now, who who could do like Kanye started a colony in Montana for like two days in order to release an album and had a bunch of people show up. There's got to be somebody that like who do you think would not be able to do this? It's so big that they could not get away with this. Kanye actually did it, and he's as big as anybody. Do you think Beyonce could get away with this? Like, could Beyonce have, have a yard sale? Yeah. Nah, she There's doesn't no need There's no way Chris sale. Brown is physically there, right? I don't know. That's a good oh, question. That's a good question. Do you think he's sitting behind one of those little lock boxes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, ca- he's collecting the cash. He's got one of those lock, lock boxes. He got the it's key. Like, oh, honey, you need to go out and get some more quarters. We don't have enough change. <laughs> I need a minute, yeah, folks. Right. I need one. He's behind the curtain in the back of the section. I wonder if he's selling it. Now, if he was selling, like, homegrown uh, videos, imagine how much he could get for those on oh, the open market. Yeah. You know, right. some, some, yeah. Rih- some uh, what's her name? Uh, Rihanna. Rihanna videos. Right. At Eagle Eyes 317, shout out to my boy Russ, who turned his back so we could fill our backpacks after walking through those swinging doors. <laughs> 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 now, 
Some of the places would wise up, though, and would not actually have the DVD, or pardon me, though the, the DVD the, wasn't in the case. Yeah, it was just a case. Or the cassette tape before that, the right. VHS tape before that, yep. where there was just the, where then, to add to the shade, you had to go to the counter yeah. and, yep. and request it. But you'd have to sit in the same line as everybody renting the Disney movie. And people getting regular movies, yes. yes. And, you got the box, and you got the box right there with the cover on it, and you know what it is. And they know right. what it is, and you're right. Then they got to go in and reach and get the DVD and slap it in the right. box there, which is an I got outrage. Big wet asses. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's in the box. volume four. And then they would have to say it out loud. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. And remember, this is only a one day rental. One minute. One and, minute. No, there's a show late at night. I'm flipping around. It's called AdamandEve.com. And then there's yeah. a woman in a local. This is in the Philadelphia area. There's a woman like uh, you know modeling all of the different apparel, but there's no nudity. It's not dirty, but she talks brings out the novelties. That's our good friend E.K.T. Novelty items. They're called novelty items. Adult novelty. Novelties. Okay. Yes. I call them not paraphernalia. Not paraphernalia. There, no. there was a um, a show on late night TV for old some old woman, not not uh, uh, Schwar- uh, Ruth Westheimer, but it was it was an older. Woman who would talk about how to use all the dildos and stuff. Now that's available late night. Hey, it was. No, like that's Doctor Ruth. No, it wasn't Doctor Ruth. No, she didn't sell uh, paraphernalia. No, this is like a. Mod. It was a Should've. show on late night TV. Got it. Boy, Doctor Ruth really missed out on selling her own brand of sex toys. Oh, totally. Yeah, right. I think she's in that now. I think she, uh, now in her eighties, yeah. I think she's finally wise. Really? I said, hey, I could be making oh, money selling this stuff. With Harry Mays right, and Aton Shander on 97.3 right. ESPN and the 97.3 ESPN mobile. Oh, there you go. man, that's fun stuff. You see the kinds of things we cover, the things that average American people talk about every day. You don't have to be just poor white trash like we are to go to yard sales. Everybody loves a yard sale. I actually, I have a weird love of yard sales because I like going through, and most of the time I won't get anything, but every now and then I'll find some now kind of Now, flea markets. There's one we used to go to here in the Northeast, which is absolutely junk. Oh, it was. But it was fun. You go there and you look around and say, and you always think about, why did that person buy that for their house to begin with? But I am going to go out one of the, because it's fall now. You know, weather's getting cold, getting dark earlier. And there's always yard sales. There's always flea markets and things like that. I don't the, – the biggest one is out in California at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, big flea market. The Rose Bowl in Pasadena, when UCLA is not out there losing games with Chick Kelly, they have the biggest flea market in the entire yeah. s- Southern California area right there at the Rose Bowl. Love it. In the, they don't do it on the field, though. They have it in the parking lots. I just – I don't know what it is, but I love going through and seeing, ooh, I could – because I'm a, I'm a big reimaginer, so I'll see something and I'll go, ooh, I can make this into this, or I can make exactly. I can do this. That or, chick that used to be on Amer- on uh, Good Morning America when ABC yes. was a legitimate news operation. Something. Well, she does it? a flea market flip thing. What's that chick's name? I don't remember. Uh, Morris. Uh, people know I'm talking about. And then they ran her out of Good Morning America because she was becoming too popular. And then they hired the other chick who had the. Jeffrey Epstein story three years ago and didn't allow her to run with it because too many people at ABC, the White House, all over 
Hollywood well, would have the, been implicated. The, the big reason was that they were getting ready to have the royal wedding, and they didn't yes. want to be cut off. I know from that's, any footage. If you didn't I see mean, the story yesterday, <clears throat> and that's the one thing you know. When I go on Twitter and talk about, most of the time it's about media, and it's about how the media, a business where I was a member of for a long time when I started out. I started out as a journalist. I didn't start out as a disc jockey or sports talk honk. I started out as an actual journalist. I took journalism courses. I took political science in college and journalism. And so when I, the journalism I grew up knowing and winning awards doing is long gone. Now, there's still great reporters. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody's a hack. But when you see ABC and NBC doing the kind of stuff that they do, these are, these are iconic major news op- operations. I'm going to talk about the little blogs and all these other slap dicks who, who are trying to get clicks on their websites that are right-wing nutcases or left-wing nutcases. I'm talking about legitimate reporters. Yeah. That really bothers me. When I saw that ABC stuff, the first thing everybody said, oh, it's Project Veritas, so it's got to be fake. Well, I don't think it's fake to see an actual woman on the set yeah. of Good Morning America in the AB, the studio where we used to work when yeah. I did Keith Olbermann's show every week. Nobody was dubbing their voice over That wasn't hers. highly edited. <laughs> no. That wasn't fake. And so the people who still refuse to accept when something is blatantly exposed. And again, the, the reporter, now there's just two sides to the way to look at that. First, you could say, hey, you know what, at least she was uh, telling the truth. And somebody got her on tape saying, you know, yeah, they held this story because we were afraid that if we released this story because Prince Philip was part of this whole pedophile Andrew. island thing. Andrew. One of those other stupid royal assholes. That's the hate royalty. And the way that we suck up to the royal family is beyond ridiculous yeah. in this country. It is heinous. It is absolute stupid to look at princesses and, and kings and queens and all that crap. That's why people watch. That's why Robin watches these stupid shows. It's why I hate uh, these stupid shows. Downtown Abbey and all these other prince and queen stories. Those people are the absolute scum of the earth. Just because they're rich fat cats who did nothing, they, they're worse than that. They're worse than trust fund kids who never worked a day in their lives but then get handed gazillions of dollars from their parents because they happen to be born into a rich family. The, what does the royal family do that is good for anybody other than sit in their ivory stinking tower and have idiots in this country, primarily women, who get all gaga about one of the damn princesses getting married? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about Meghan and Harry and all these other entitled schmucks? But ABC News, ABC News refused to break one of the biggest stories of this lifetime, of this generation, to nail a pedophile because they were afraid many of their own people in their own business at ABC, at CBS, at ABC. We saw that happen at NBC where that's Ronan Farrow wasn't allowed to break a story, which he then won a Pulitzer Prize for, for exposing Harvey Weinstein. That shows you the power of these people, and they have the power to corrupt, and they have the power to protect evildoers. They have the power to protect royal family people because they're so worried about getting an interview with one of the princesses, princes or princesses. Can you imagine sitting on a story that is a huge story that could have saved many lives for the last three years and hiding it because you were worried about losing an interview with the frickin' royal family. How shallow and pretentious is that shit? Well, good thing for ABC News. At least they have Dancing with the Stars and The Bachelor 
to give them some credibility. Because as far as news credibility, they have lost whatever whatever little scintilla of journalistic integrity they have. They lost it, as has NBC News. Now, you can give me Fox News. Fox News is not a major player in this. Fox News is a cable news outfit, just like MSNBC and CNN. They all have their agendas. I don't even count those people because we all know what they are. We all know what Fox does. We all know what MSNBC does. We all know what CNN does. But when you're talking about ABC, NBC, CBS, three legacy media outlets with great news organizations, right? And then you're talking about newspapers like the L.A. Times, the Washington Post, and the New York. Did you see what the L.A. Times did today, Robin? No. The L.A. Times actually printed a story today after these nine people, American citizens who are in Mexico, got senselessly slaughtered, ambushed. Actually, real quick, were they living there or were they just visiting Mexico? I don't don't, know. I think they were living there. Again, all the details aren't out. So the good thing about all the details not being out is that major news media people, like the New York Times today, I'm not making this up. Go look it up yourself. This isn't fake news. This isn't me. I don't have an agenda here. Only in America can nine Americans, primarily women and children, get slaughtered in Mexico by a drug cartel, have their bodies torched and burned in cars, and have the media then suggest that one of the people involved may have had something in their lives. That So basically, those de- people were the bad guys. Oh, so they deserved it. Yeah. In other words, they put themselves in a position so they, they should have known better because they were apparently part they of were a visiting. Mormon. They so were a Mormon. 39 says they were visiting. They Mexico. were a Mormon, fundamentalist Mormon group, according to the astute and erudite New York Times and the L.A. Times and the Washington Post today are pretty much implying that these people, these people were somehow complicit in some sort of organized crime activity, so therefore being slaughtered, having guys come in with machine guns and absolutely gun down and then torch the bodies of nine American people in Mexico was uh, probably justified. You know, hey, they put them, it's like saying that woman had a short dress on, so when she got raped, she was asking for it. Yeah. That's basically what the L.A. Times and the Washington Post and the New York Times are saying today. Before even investigating this, oh, they were Mormon fundamentalists. They must have been up to no good. Maybe they were a rival. Maybe they were Mitt Romney and Pierre Delecto. They were running the the op, uh, the opposition cartel sent by the Mormon Church AJ down San to Mexico. Antonio is saying that they they were not visiting, that they actually lived there. Yeah, I, there's a lot of different stories. Yeah. I don't know all the details. But you know what happens when I don't know all the details? I don't draw a conclusion. I don't draw a conclusion, but here's what the media's done. They've looked into somebody who was somehow a part of a family. They, I know they live down there. I've seen the stories, but the, the newspapers, they're a Mormon cult now. So a Mormon cult that was living in Mexico somehow needs to be gunned down and wiped out and torched by drug cartels. Yeah, so this is here. This is the headline on NBC. Slain U.S. citizens were part of Mormon offshoot with sordid background and history. Wow. Were they running the Pierre Delecto, Milt Mitt Romney drug cartel rival group in, um, in, down in Mexico? Were they, were they cutting in on the other guys who send fentanyl and all the so other here, drugs? This is, this, uh, this is what Look the at NBC- the L.A. Times story, Robin, and you read that and you tell me that's not disgusting and reprehensible behavior by the media. To suggest in any way, shape, or form 
that the members of the Mormon church, whether you like the Mormons or not, I don't care. But to suggest that because they were part of a, of a, a Mormon cult that was living in Mexico, that they justifiably were gunned down in a foreign country and burned, babies, infants, women and children, murdered. The same people who are upset about people being held when they cross the country illegally are now like, oh, you know, hey, not so fast on criticizing those wonderful drug cartel guys down there. They're just trying to operate a business. They're just trying to take care of their local turf. How dare you? How dare you criticize the cartels for just wiping out people that that probably had magic underwear on, given to them by Pierre Delecto himself, Mitt Romney, when he was down in Mexico. It's a joke. Little kids butchered, and the media finds a way to turn the cartels into the victims. So I'm reading, I, I read through two different stories just really quick, scanning through them. And so there was a large Mormon family called LeBaron that had been living down in Mexico since like the early 1920s. Mm -hmm. And these were extended family members that were visiting them for a wedding. For a wedding. And so many of the people that were killed were not people that had actually lived there, but they were part of the extended family. And so were they cutting in on the turf of the, uh, the drug cartels? No. Were it they was, were they was, justifiably slaughtered because they were interfering in the? Apparently, the, the even the NBC piece admitted that it doesn't seem that any of. Uh, how white of NBC News? How white of, of, of what happened had anything to do with any of the sorted past? Which there was. There was like you know, uh, there the the main member was uh, had strict. You know, multiple wives, and there was defections, and oh, all that. Oh, oh, now I get it. Okay, because they're polygamists, and they and they decided to move and live in Mexico. They should, if they're accidentally in the middle of the street while well, there's a drug deal going on, they should die. Well, by by in a Mex- hail of gunfire. By Mexican standards, this family was fairly wealthy. They'd lived there a while. They had a uh, land. They had um, and okay. So, so let me ask you main- again. Let me just on, ask you one question. Is that justify no. people being slaughtered, no, women and children being slaughtered? Is there any way to justify this? No, not at all. Okay, and well, thank on you. top of which, one of the main LeBaron family members, the head— Do they have been, the Chrysler LeBaron uh, cult? Had, yes. Had been um, kidnapped and held for ransom a while back. So the drug cartels have been trying to get money from them for a while. Ah, okay. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't cooperate, and so they had to die. And we have the Los Angeles Times and the New York Times now making these people some sort of terrorist group that justifiably got slaughtered for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I got you. Got you, L.A. Times. How the L.A. Times is still in business, how these newspapers are still in business, and how people actually buy these publications in this day and time is, is a shocker to me. Unless you love propaganda. You can get propaganda for free. Why would you pay for a subscription to get propagandized journalism? Because that's not what journalism is. Journalism is facts. Propaganda is opinion that is skewed by a political belief. So that's it. All right, enough about that. And this isn't about politics to me. This situation that happened there is something that should outrage anyone. I've been to Mexico a gazillion times. No, it's sad. Americans go there, and there's beautiful resorts, and the people are wonderful. 
I've been to so many places. No, you name it. Acapulco, Cancun. You know, it's endless the number of places I've been in Mexico and have loved going there. Yet, the, the, the ability of people not to think that this is some, somehow, to somehow blame a religious cult because they don't agree with their religion or the fact that their family was rich and they were trying to get money away from them. I just don't understand it. I really don't. I, I'm looking at fairness here. We get outraged in a lot of stuff here. That's an outrage. All right, that's enough about that stuff. Meanwhile, let me give out the phone number, Robin. I wasn't even going to touch about that today, touch on that. What's the phone number, Robin? The phone number is 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. So how come when I asked you to give the phone number, you always go into announcer mode? I don't know. It's just you know, uh, like, it's, tell us what, tell us what we have more than uh, like, jo- Johnny Olson. It's kind of like singing the ABC song, you know, like to, to, to remember the number, I have to do it in a certain cadence and rhythm. Otherwise, it doesn't come to mind right away. So it's like I when the guy. It like that, it's like when Don Francisco and Sabado Gante yes. goes over to the announcer and says, "Hey, what's the who's the sponsor today? But hey, if, hey, today shows multi my tide." <laughs> but if I say it a certain way, then I know I had the phone number right. And uh, speaking of getting the phone number right, we have two calls on hold that got the phone number correct the very first time around. Beautiful. Would man. you like to go to one of them? Yes, I may have to play a song too. You realize we haven't played a good tune yet. And I'm back, other than a little Chris Brown earlier. Yeah, but don't let's not do that. Let's go to the phone. Okay, we're going to go to the phone. But people want to hear some, they want to hear what this show is all, always about. It's not about ranting about you know, people being slaughtered. I, would, I could do that every day here in Philadelphia. Yeah. We could have a show just dedicated to the number of people who were shot last night in your city and do like the, let's get the shot, go, let's get the shot clock count. Forget the NBA shot clock. Let's talk about the Philadelphia shot clock. How much lead was spilled on the streets last night? But meanwhile, let's go to the phones. Is this Trevor from the 203? Who is this on the line right now? Hello? Hello, you are live. Hey, Tony, Miss Robin. This is uh, Bearcat AJ in Cincinnati. What up, man? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? I'm glad. I hope you're doing well, Tony. I hope Miss Robin's doing well, man. Two weeks off the air, man. I missed you guys. I know. I was Jones and myself. Luckily, I had lots of medication to... to, to uh, to help me uh, endure the epidural. Did I get an epidural, Robin, would you say? No, no. What would you call the injections that I got last week with needles a, that were like the size a, of a, It was supposed to be a block, but the block did not work. <laughs> it did not block the Block pain. or charge, that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> As Rex Chapman does on Twitter, block or charge. I would call that a... Uh, a charge, not a block. An ep- epidural is if they uh, inject it directly into your spinal cord so that it's blocked, so you don't f- have absolutely no feeling from a certain spine on down. Exactly. And uh, you did not get that. Well, whatever I got, it hurt like hell. Yeah. It felt better, though, after it hurt like hell for a day. I was pers- pretty much Pain-free anesthetized for 24 yeah. consecutive hours. Now, AJ, speaking of anesthetized, how about those Cincinnati Bengals? Moving on uh, from your guy, the great big the big redhead. Is it over for him? Because we're seeing a lot of quarter. It looks like a lot of quarterbacks. For example, down there in Carolina, uh, we see now Cam Newton has been shut down for the year, and thankfully for the Panthers, and he's been very supportive of 
of Kylie uh, of Kyle Allen down there, the undrafted kid who was five and one since taking over. And obviously, you know, there's no doubt he was hurt. There's no doubt Cam Newton was hurt in Carolina. But let's be honest, everybody thought that when he sat out after the first game, after he got hurt early in the season, and after losing eight consecutive games going back to last year, that when he was healthy enough to return, he was going through the mental stuff, remember, his wife said, you know, you don't look like you're having fun out there. So he went. He has a Liz Frank injury. And now, if Kyle Allen was not 5-1, and one, would they say, hey, you know what, just shut it down, Cam, for the rest of the season? Again, I'm not, I don't want to be – I'm not trying to be a pessimist here. But they luckily had a guy out of nowhere, undrafted, who was able to step in and help save the franchise. Is this the end of the Cam Newton era in Carolina? And that's the question that's being asked everywhere today. Well, I, I believe so. But back to, you know, my Bengals. Uh, yeah, it was time to move on from Dalton. I appreciate, you know, his time with the, with the Bengals. You know, he had, you know, had a great run. But, hey, we got to find out, hey, Brian Finley's our – future before you know they spent a number one pick on a quarterback most likely i would take joe joe burrow or uh justin herbert from oregon over two in my opinion but like i like i said i i didn't like the way it was handled of course it's typical mike brown doing it on a doing it on a birthday and of course i feel andy's frustration saying look i want to go somewhere else where i can win but mike brown doesn't want to help doesn't want to see it trade another player that could help them win a championship because that's not his mo. No, I hear you, man. And I, again, Andy Dalton, we've been talking about him for years. Every time you call Dan over the years, and you know, big, strong quarterback. But you know, and after all that the Bengals and their fans endured all those years with Marvin Lewis, you know, how does he keep his job? They bring in a new guy. I saw yesterday on ESPN they're writing columns about how the coach there likes to get his coffee in the morning. Can you believe they're writing feature pieces on a team hasn't won it? The only, un, the only winless team in the NFL, and they're doing feature pieces on how their coach loves to go get coffee in the morning. Who the hell does that stuff? Well, I guess ESPN has too much time and money on their heads, hands to do that. I just want Zach Taylor to be laser-focused because, hey, if he goes winless, yeah, there's a good – well, I, knowing Mike Brown, he probably won't fire him because, you know, of Marvin's uh, – Dumb mistakes from, you know, the previous three drafts from 14 to 16 because I'm willing to be patient with Zach, Zach Taylor. But, you know, there's been some, you know, owners where, you know, they will let go coaches, you know, after one year. Perfect example, last year in Arizona, Steve Wilkes, 3-13. and 13. Yep. Bye-bye. And there's no way, like, for example, Adam Gaze, there's no way he survives with the New York Jets after one year. Same thing you're talking about the situation you know, I think, I think Brian Flores is safe in Miami because at least they're playing hard while getting rid of pretty much everybody that's good on the team. And so, to me, Brian Flores with the Dolphins, he's not trying. He's not doing the uh, Sam Hinkie tank thing. The organization is doing it, but he's out there coaching his ass off. And you can see the Dolphins are still playing hard despite not being good. But, you know, in New York with Adam Gaze, he's a disaster. Everybody knows that. The players are trying to stick up for him, but they know that this guy has to be one and done and they made a mistake in hiring him to begin with. And then the other, the other situations around the league where there's a disaster area happening, and certainly I don't know what's going to happen in Cincinnati, but you look at some of these other teams in the league that are just absolutely – Freddie Kitchens, example, Cleveland. Is there any way the Cleveland Browns keep him around? Forget I mean, about after the season. How about before the season even ends? I felt like he should have been fired after that Broncos game. That, that's a, that should have been a winnable game for – Cleveland, but once again, struggled in the 
red zone, only could score one touchdown. And then towards the late in that game, Baker Mayfield doesn't go through his progression correctly and misses a wide-open Odell Beckham Jr. for a potential touchdown that could have, you know, got him up with a couple minutes left in that game. And Denver, of course, iced it away on a wildcat cat play. Of course, they, of course, they let go of a player who made some dumb racist comments of Whitehead. It's like, okay, you, you can let go of a player for you know, making dumb comments, which I agree with. You should. But why not fire Freddie Kitchens because you still have a chance to save your season if you're Cleveland. They have the talent. But, uh, well, they got, you know, I'm not a Browns fan, but, hey, like I said, I'm a Bengals fan and we're winless, but at least we're trying to have some hope with, you know, Zach Taylor. No, I hear you. and I, I, I understand what Cincinnati did. They had to make a decision. But Cleveland, Freddie Kitchens, I know he was a great player at Alabama and all that other stuff. But the most important thing, A.J., in, in Cincinnati, Robin's got the fireplace going right now. I feel like we're at the Olympic desk. Robin's got her uh, bubble jacket on. She looks like she's uh, ready to sit by and say, hello, friends. I was, a, I was a little chilly, and so this is what I had on because I didn't want to turn the heater on or earlier. I don't it's know a good why. look, Robin. Robin's got that little fall, and I need a nice, you, know, you need a nice cup of hot chocolate with the whipped cream Ooh, on top. Yeah, that sounds you know delicious, I'm saying? actually, about now. Marsh- not a, I'm a big marshmallow guy in uh, whipped cream. No, I mean, no. in cho- Are you a hot chocolate whipped cream uh, marshmallow guy, AJ? Uh, minus some marshmallows. Sometimes whipped whip cream if I'm in a good mood, but I just like a good, pure, hot chocolate. Just, a, you know, just, just a little bit hot, just, you know, burns the tongue a little bit. Yeah. Or, or what's really good is you add a little bit of uh, what, what uh, Ed Nasta gave. Us, the, a little eggnog. The little, well, no, it's the Dutch eggnog. Yeah, it's, it's the alcoholic yeah. version, not the one that you pay yes. $5 for a quart it's in the supermarket. In, in the Netherlands, it's called Altvokat. Yes. And it's, uh, it's a special Dutch alcoholic eggnog, and it's delicious. You add that into your coffee. Mm-mm-mm. And, mm. quick, uh, and quickly on the NHL, how about the Islanders? After a little bit of a slow start, they've won 10 in a row. They were my pick to win the East, and of course, uh, last night my uh, Blue Jackets lost a tough one to my Western Conference and, you know, predicting Stanley Cup champion, the Vegas Gold Knights and SEVA. Thanks for taking my call. All right, thank you, AJ. Here he is, AJ in Cincinnati, covering the uh, covering the heartland of America, the great state of Ohio, Cleveland and Cincinnati in one fell swoop, covered right there, and Columbus too. Speaking of Columbus. I can't believe that Fox is pimping up this Ohio State-Maryland game like it's a major test for the Buckeyes. I haven't even looked at the college point spreads. What's the point spread in that Ohio State-Maryland game? I know you got to promote it because you have it on your schedule, but to say that, whoa, big matchup, Ohio State takes on Maryland. What's the point? I want to know what the point spread is. I'll have to look it up. Well, maybe this person would know what the point spread is. We have another. Trevor in the 203? Trevor in the 203. He knows all the point spreads. He knows all the numbers. He knows all the names. He knows all the rosters. He is up there in the 203, just freshly out of another Soul Cycle class on a Wednesday, (laughs) November 6th. What up, yo? What up, Bruno? What up, up, Miss Robin? What up, up, Penny the dog? Where's Penny? Where's Penny? She's right here by my feet. Now, you know, people are now on the Twitch stream saying, forget about the Bruno wine cellar. We got the Bruno ski lodge going on here. Robin's got the bubble jacket on, the short sleeve one, the vest. 
She's got the fire, the fake fireplace going on. You have to have a fake fireplace now nice if you're on television. You notice? You know what I know what now though? Now I <laughs> want one of those coffees with the uh, alpacas in it. Should I make us some? Yeah, make one, Robin. Yeah? I need one bad. You need one? Okay. Well, I'll Robin's right going to go up. No, don't make it right now. We'll wait till after the show. No, I want to do it now. <laughs> you talk to Trevor. Well, maybe we should we should bring like a little uh, one of those little. Uh, he wants to do it now, Tony. <laughs> How are you going to do it when I'm on a phone call, Robin? I can't turn the phone off. I can't hang Just up keep on Trevor. While, while I'm what happens if I wanted to hang up on him? Hey, I don't think that's going to happen. How can Ohio State only be favored by 17 points over the Maryland Terrapins? I, I got 43 and a half right now, the current line, on VegasInsider.com. Now, of course, Bear, Bearcat AJ just said the last time Maryland was a four-touchdown underdog against OSU, Maryland lost at overtime in College Park 49-48. to Now, that was last year. Have you seen, other than the early success that Maryland had, have you watched the Maryland team and think that they have any chance of beating no. Ohio State? No, they're going to get steamrolled. They're, I'm going to say this. They're going to put up three points or maybe no points at the horseshoe this weekend. Exactly. It's going it's to be ugly. Fox is going to have to bail out of that game at halftime, and Gus Johnson won't even be yelling anymore at halftime because it'll be pretty much over. It's going to be over uh, real quick. It's going to be over in the first quarter. It's going to be 21 nothing, and I'm going to be like, I don't even care. What time is Miami Hurricanes on? Exactly right, man. Exactly right. Absolutely. So... I'm going to tell you, I grew up to Buffalo the, the, the second week of when you were on vac- when you had your thing that was going on. I drove up to the Buffalo for the Eagles-Bills game, and that was wild. And yours truly did not go through a table. You did not do any of the Bills Mafia stuff? No, I did it once. Once is enough. I did it for Bills-Pats. Eagles-Bills, I want to be more classier. Exactly. In a Riley Cooper jersey. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're donning a Riley Cooper jersey anywhere in public, you better be careful, pal. What's the matter with you? The only place that's safe to wear is at a Kenny Chesney concert, apparently. That is happening on my birthday weekend in Philadelphia at the link. I may bring it out for that. Kenny Chesney's coming? No, he doesn't perform in the winter. He always does the show during the summer. But yeah, it's June 6th. That's when my birthday is. Oh, okay. You said he's coming in a couple of weeks. I'm saying Kenny Chesney doesn't do open-air stadiums in the cold weather in the wintertime. No, now you got to no. get all those chicks no, with no. tank tops and tight jeans on and, and jorts. I don't know. It's going to be crazy if they did that, but I don't see it happening. He probably did a West Coast swing during when the wintertime's happening. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, By the I'll way, you watched this. the Flyer last night beat the Hurricane last night, and how about that I Carter love- Hart awesome in the first period? How about that Joel Farabee? And to me, the Flyers MVP in the early going, and that, of course, is Travis Konechny. Is he not their best player right now? He is their best player. Him and Kevin Hayes, the recent free agent, picked up for seven years for $49 million. He's been tearing it up as well. I he- love Joel Farabee. I, I love the kid. And Matt, Matt, and by the way, another done. underrated player, Matt Niskanen, back on the blue line. He's really playing well for this club. Absolutely. The Flyers are fun to watch. I'll, I'll say this. I'll probably go to more Flyer games this year than Sixer games. I know I'm crazy, but I love me some good watching hockey teams. And you know the interesting thing about this Flyer team, and obviously they look that, – uh, I was watching that Islander uh, – the uh, not the Islander game. What was the game over the weekend with the shootout? Uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf game. The tr- the I never, was at that game live. The never-ending shootout. That was the most embarrassing display of guys who couldn't score a damn goal.
goal on, on, a, on, a, on a shootout. There are so many players who are great players who just – you talk about tight sphincters. When they go out on the, on the shootout, which should be really in, in favor of the shooter, it's now almost impossible for some guys to score in a shootout. Where did they go, like 11 rounds before that thing ended? It went 11 rounds, and Brian Elliott couldn't even stop one puck at all in the, uh, during the sh- when it was elimination time after Travis Kanetti scored a goal. Yeah, I know. I mean, neither team could score. I mean, it's amazing how these guys were incredible. And we know the breakaway is the most exciting play in sports, unless it's a shootout. We'll see guys dipsy-doodling going around and coming back. Just go on in and shoot the damn puck. Or do the Forsberg move that Sean Couturier did on Friday night against the Devils. That was nice. (laughs) Exactly right. But it's good to talk hockey action, man, because you know we love hockey action on the program. Yeah, and especially since there's no one else to talk hockey to in the Philadelphia market since our man, my man Jason Martinez got laid off by exactly. the other, other station. It so, is an outrage. It least, is. And I'm going to go on an NBA rant today. Not that it's my, my style to criticize the league, but I'm actually going on a rant today that even ESPN is going on justifiably. Even ESPN realizes what's going on with the NBA. It's an absolute scam show, and I will deal with that in a few moments here on the program today because I think it's something that needs to be brought up and I think the commissioner Adam Silver needs to address this this isn't about China this isn't about LeBron this is just about what an absolute scam the NBA is and once again they're allowing it to happen and it should never happen because it's just like the process to me when you're cheating people who are paying full price for NBA tickets and then you go out there and defraud the customers by not giving them what they pay for That's consumer fraud. And I think people this year should absolutely file lawsuits against some NBA teams for what they're doing to the paying customer. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I'm invited to a wedding coming up in December. No. Why is it that you always get invited to weddings, man? Oh, this is my my one college roommate. He's from Chicago area. He lives in Dayton now. So he's, it's like all of us are coming back. He told me, like, I'm not having the, the big party, but you're going to be there at the wedding. So he's my one buddy who's a White Sox fan mm. and a Bears fan. Now, will there be a throwdown at this wedding like your previous encounters with classmates who have turned on you and you've turned on them? That's the bad thing about, you know, when you get back together with college classmates years later. Some of them are douchebags. Yeah. You may have thought they were good people. And then all of a sudden you're like, I came to your wedding and now we're going to have to throw down? No, there will not be any throwing down. I got a hot date, and she'll, she'll let she, if she wants to throw down, I'll let her throw down with some with some wife, anyways. Yeah, I love watching chicks fight at weddings. It's always better that oh, way. Oh yeah, right. Then the du- stupid guys oh, yeah. fighting at weddings, they, they just get drunk. But when the chicks get guys drunk at weddings, fighting at weddings is overrated. That's exactly. like a, a Bruins fan getting in a fight with a flyer fan, <laughs> which I'll be at this weekend. But there's nothing better than like the bride and one of the bridesmaids pulling each other's hair weaves out. You know, and ripping the the, the 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 beautiful embroidered dress off right on the dance floor. That's the kind of that's why I, that's the only reason I want to go to oh, weddings. Yeah. I wait that's for hot. that stuff that's to happen. That's so hot. That's what I look for at weddings. I'm uh, I'm you're right, Burton Gus. I'm I'm just busy with my hot toddy here. Yes, now Robin too. brought the hot toddy down. Good job. It's really warm. I got my KO. Uh, Sure, uh, jacket today, Jack. Yeah, this, uh, this is the Good Morning. I got you guys on the big street. You guys look good today. Anyway, Robin's got her. To have uh, you back. Robin's got her Good Morning America cup right. that they gave me when I was up there working at ABC. Yeah. Back when they actually did journalism, and I've got my KO Keith Olbermann show mug that I got from being on Keith's show every Friday. So 
And it's got let's the Bruno Bash baby. <laughs> let me now let's get a taste here and see. It's I know it's hot. Now what's in this, Robin? Explain to it's the just, audience. It's coffee and the coffee. You didn't make hot chocolate. No, I got all that awesome double I'm, double no. chocolate. It's coffee with Pennsylvania Dutch uh, eggnog, eggnog, alcohol induced right. eggnog, and infused. a little bit of whipped cream on top. As Lamar Thomas was saying, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Now that is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm going to say after this, after the show? Oh, look at the good mask. while I whip this out. Yes. <laughs> Tony, glad to have you back on my big screen. I got you and Dan Cilio back-to-back. Great, two great shows. Beautiful, awesome. man. So, sorry, big sales, baby. Big sales. How's, how's Dan's show the doing, the way, the has been awful lately. His, his show is great, actually. Oh, uh, awesome. By the way, the ratios have been horrible, so I got to create Instagrams now for my, both my spin teachers. All right, you better so. get you better get that ratio going better up there in Connecticut, man. I expect nothing but the best from you. Thanks, Trav. I know. No, thank you, Miss Robin. Miss Robin, I got a laptop for you coming soon. Ah, oh, sweet. Beautiful. Okay, bye. We got our hot toddies now. It still is a wine cellar, even though you have to have a fake fireplace in a wine cellar. Exactly. The good thing about our fake fireplace. The fire is fake, but it has a heating component built in it. So you can put it on if you want to, you know, just get a little hot air. The fire is, the flames are fake. So there's no fire hazard here. Right. Mail time. <gasps> is it mail time already? We have a plethora of packages, Tony Bruno. That Does that mean more than one? Yes. <laughs> because there has been some time that's passed since we've been able to do something. I ain't doing nothing, homeboy. Yes, indeed, ladies. Can you bring down a knife so I can open all these boxes? Um, well. One says Rajili on it. Yeah, I, I don't. This one? Do that one. This one says, please handle with care. Fragile. And you know what that means, Robin? Must be Italian. Must be Italian is right. Fragile. That's fun to say. Thank you. Now, Penny, I gave her something since she's been such a good little girl. Is she girl. down here again? Yes, I gave her a bully stick. Now, do you know what a bully stick is? Uh, is that like the whooping stick when you bust out the whooping no, stick? No, I, I looked at it. The, is that like the magic I stick? I wish I could show the package because um, they look like the um, the um, nylon sticks that che- dogs like to chew on. Nylon sticks? But they're called – hold on, let me say. I will read – the actual description, what a bully stick is. I prefer the magic stick myself. Can you bring the music up here, Robin, while we do this segment before we open up the package? Oh, uh, sure. So bully sticks are um, prime chews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't I bring it up? No. Yeah, it's up. It's not oh. playing. Oh, sorry. So sorry. Well, let me hear a little bit of the song before you bring it all the way back down again. Oh, Pizzle. They're, they're, Pizzle? Yes. Pizzle. P-I-Z-Z-L-E. Is that like a Pizzle, but no, not Italian enough? Not at all, Tony Bruno. Do you know what a Pizzle is? It's what you do when you when you have a pr- enlarged prostate and, and it doesn't really give you a good stream, so you just Pizzle <laughs> instead of really have a good pee-pee? No. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Bring it up right here. I'm in the telly working up a switch rope. Tonight's the night. You can fall in love. You can call your mama right now. Tell her you met a dog. I pop a lot of shit because I can back it up. My left stroke's the death stroke. No, there's no preparation H box. Oh, pizzle my nizzle for shizzle. No. What is a pizzle, Robin? A pizzle 
is an old English word for bull pe- for penis for any penis actually, but usually really? they use it for bull penis, and that's what this is. A bully stick is a it bull has, penis. It ha- yes, it is it's a, a real bull it penis. It is a real bull penis, and let that me is see what that. This Where is, is it? How big is that bull penis? You would think a bull would have a big one. Is it a BBC? A big bull penis? <laughs> that's a bull penis. That thing's neat. That thing's skinny. Well, apparently it's a young bull. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be a veal stick then? Uh, no, um, that that's a calf. No, these are these are bulls. They're I'm just touching young. a bull's cock right now. Yes, you are. That's, that's been what, partially chewed so by a dog. I always, I always, <laughs> when, when I saw them advertised in the in the pet store, I thought bully, as in dogs are bullies. They're mean, you know. No, it has nothing to do. Bull E means bull. It's coming from the bull. Bully. It's a bully stick. Where'd they get Pizzle from? It's an old it's, English. It's, oh, that's I thought what maybe Snoop them. came up with that. Hey, no. Pizzle, my nizzle, <laughs> bitch. Shizzle, my pizzle. Oh, I touched a bull penis. And she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a shot of the lovely uh, Patty? She's such a beautiful dog. Oh, now, Luigi fell in love with this dog. He went to a, uh, a shelter. Yep. And he saw her, and he said, you know what? I'm going to get a dog, even though he's out a lot. But it's great to have a pet well, when you're alone. he suffers from high anxiety, mm-hmm. and he's on medication. He's struggled with it. He's been very open about his struggles, which have led to depression and all sorts of other issues. And um, his uh, therapist recommended, and she has a dog in her office. And she said, you know what? I've noticed since you've been coming here for the last several months, that whenever you are petting the dog, you seem less anxious. You calm down, and dogs have shown, all, all animals, but especially dogs, have shown to be able to uh, reduce anxiety in certain people. Absolutely. And You're absolutely clearly, right. There's no doubt. It's clearly helping them. So she said, you know, if you are able to get a dog in your life, um, see if it would work for you. And so he started looking around, and he just fell in love with her. And he waited a month. He would go back every week, spend time with her in the shelter. Well, she she had been abused, um, and uh, she I think he said that she came originally from New Orleans as a rescue to this no-kill shelter, and um, she had very severe heartworm, and he had to acknowledge that she had this and that he was going to help her through it. Uh, They paid for it. His adoption costs covered the expense of the therapy, which is like $1,600 or something. It's not cheap. So the, um, but the, uh, they said that once she goes through this, this therapy of medications for her heartworm, she's going to be perfectly fine. And she is the absolute sweetest. Yeah, because we have three cats. And so we haven't had a dog in the house with the cats. But you can see Lily is sitting right there sleeping. Riddle is on the steps. Sir Lawrence, they've all been good with there's yeah. no, like, hissing. And, well, and Riddle is very friendly because Riddle grew up around big right. dogs. And do we have a shot of Penny? I want people to see well, how would, sweet she would, is. I don't want to touch my cameras because I don't uh, – right now I don't know what's going to happen. I want to see her with a stick. By the way, uh, Bob from Valley Forge said uh, – is that something – is that uh, penis? No, he wrote uh, – my wife has one of those, and we don't even have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Data Boy Nineteen checks in on the Switch uh, on the Twitch tri- channel and says, "I'm right now driving around in San Francisco doing my deliveries. I'm laughing so hard, people look in the car going, 'What the hell is going on with that dude?'" 
Great to have you back, Tony. So even out there in the Bay Area, all over the country, all over the world, thank everybody for tuning in and, and uh, chiming in as well. How are you doing deliveries, laughing, and then tweeting at the same time or texting into the board? Please be careful. Yeah, pull over safely <laughs> as soon as humanly possible and don't get hurt out there, right? Beautiful. I ne- so we learned, so I learned the word pizzle today. Pizzle. It's pizzle. an old English word meaning penis. I did not know that. Hey, baby, you come over and see my pizzle. Oh, shizzle. Hey, baby. That's where it comes from. See, it doesn't sound, doesn't, like, you can't say penis. You can say penis now everywhere because it's the <laughs> but term. pizzle sounds so much pizzle better. sounds so much better. Oh, ladies hey, and gentlemen. why don't you come, uh, why don't you, I'm, here I'm in a restaurant, right? And, hey, I've got a great pizzle connection, collection at home. Would you like to come over and see them? Remember, it used to be etchings back in yes, the day. Yes, Would you like to come over and see my etchings? By the way, I have the inc- I have the most incredible pizzle collection. It's down in my wine cellar. For it's chisel. right next to my top notch, the best cads from France and California. Only the finest vintages. Oh, honey, your chisel and my pizzle <laughs> would make a lovely pairing. <laughs> I am. That is the greatest word ever. Pizzle. I mean, I love faux shizzle, my nizzle, right. and all the great snoopisms and things from back in the day. Yeah. How can pizzle never have come into any kind of I rap know. song? I know. Rappers all over should be immediately getting on this pizzle f- phenomenon. Yeah. Well, and, and who Does knew? it say it on the box, on yes, the bag? it says it on the bag. Oh, I don't have the bag with me. So on the bag, when you buy these in, in most pet stores, right, is it available on Chewy.com? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So if you have a dog... And, you know, there's all kinds of things for dogs. There's, you know, there's They're bone. called bully sticks. But there's other things. Dogs like rawhide, right? Dogs like to gnaw on things, right? So rawhide's one of the things. Some people take their steak bones from a restaurant and let the dog chew on it, right? There's all right. kinds of things for dogs to By chew the, on. Yes, and for those of you who do not know, do not ever give your dog a cooked bone. As soon as a bone is cooked, they become brittle and they can. Uh, and obviously, break a chicken bunch of, bones but, are the most but, dangerous yeah, because very, of the way they dangerous. splinter. But when they are raw, then they are safe because they don't break apart and shatter and splinter. But um, I do have. Hold on. Bush uh... <laughs> pizzle, my pizzle. So I want to okay. see a picture okay. of the package, Robin. There it is. You got the pizzle and you didn't bring the package for the well, pizzle. I, Luigi did not bring the package. But didn't he, he, gets, he gets all of his Amazon packages delivered here. And I just, I, I now have it up on the screen. Okay, I don't see it. What does it, look, what does it say on the front? Best bully sticks. Yes. Where does it say pizzle on there, though? It's on the back. It says, um, um, it's, I love this. Best bully sticks, number, hashtag one, online bully sticks brand. How could there be a, what's the difference between one bully stick brand and another? They're stinking buffalo penises. No. How can one company's bull. how can, well, bull. How can bull one penis. company's bull penis be better than some other company's bull penis? Aren't bull penises pretty much all the same? I don't know. You're asking me. It's gonna be the number one pizzle. Here's a slim, a six-inch <laughs> slim bully stick. Hey, you know that's what happens. Do they have medication for that? <laughs> I'm trying to compare it. Here we go. A ultra slim, slim bully stick. I want the thick. I want the. Th- Thickest pizzle available to man, human, and bulls. <laughs> That's bullshit. I don't, who wants a damn thin pizzle stick? The thing stick? that I think is so funny is that I think that it's that they that they dance around the fact of what it really is because they're made with. It says here they're made without any grains, wheat, corn, or soy. Well, oh, no shit. Wow. It's because it's a freaking penis. What? How do you know what that bull ate? 
How do you know what's inside that penis? Is this just a bone? This isn't the entire penis. Do they just take the meat off? What do they do? Oh, look, you can even get a braided bully stick. Oh, dude. Wait a minute, wait a minute. A I have to show this to you. Oh. Does it, do, they, do they braid the penises prior to letting them dry out, or do they wait until afterwards? Yeah, look at that. Trevor says, I need the magnum pizzle. What are these thin sticks, man? You know it's not about the length. It's about the width. Who wants a thin pizzle? Nobody does. Hold on. Bully. How's a dog going to say, yeah, I prefer the thin one? Dogs want it thick, too, just like they're women. Just like they're bitches. Well, you know, the bigger the dog, the more they're going to want it. They, they need something tough to chew on, so they're going to want the big, fat, juicy bully stick. All right, bring this up. I got a song to play with this, Robin. One of my favorite songs of all time. See, great minds think alike. Play action reel said, not thin Lizzie. Here we go. The, the, the pizzles are back in town, Robin. Remember this song? The Pizzles are back in town. The thin ones or the thick ones? Guess who just got back today? The wild-eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. I'm not so, quite ready for the drumsticks I to return. Wanna, I want to say that that I know, I now know that all of our listeners, all the men are going to be going to their wives saying, hey, I want you to read the ingredients of this and just know it's the same for humans. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a, so here, beloved pets, thick bully sticks for dogs and puppies. 100% natural, pleasure, and super thick beef pizzle. Our bully sticks are thick and of the same size. The product made from high-quality and well-fed beef. Bob of Valley Forge on fire today. I was up to three packs a day, and then I, no, that's Burton Gus, and then I found Pizzle. But Bob from Valley Forge, I heard the ones with veins have more protein. <laughs> here, wait, wait. How many grams of protein in a Pizzle? I don't know. Well, here, let me, let me, I'll let's see if I can find out. The bully sticks are odor-free and high in protein and other nutrients. <laughs> They're low in calories. They're fat-free, cholesterol-free, gluten-free, oh, and at the same God. time, high in all vitamins and minerals. Can you give me one of them to chew on, man? I need some vitamins and protein. Oh, look at this. Is it, they're even good for your teeth. Uh. These are these tasty and natural way to remove tartar and plaque from your teeth and gums while promoting an overall oral health. Now, I did leave out the word dog in there, but, you know, you're getting my drift. So they're, they're good for humans, too. So if you were to buy a nice, oh, thick, I don't think it's you'd like if it's everything in there is good. Oh, I know. So why is it that only animals can eat it if it has all these nutrients and well, protein? And it and says they're highly digestible because they are made of natural beef. They're one hundred percent digestible and have no side effects. Wow. And look, they even come in various sizes for your choice. Uh, what about lengths? Are they they're, they're different? Are they all the same length? Um. We have six-inch bully sticks suitable for smaller pups and weak jaws and 12-inch bully sticks suitable for medium-sized dogs. Yo, bitches, I got your pizzle right here. I got to get Snoop on the phone, man, and tell him about this pizzle phase. You think he knows about pizzles? I don't and know. And this isn't like a newfound phenomenon. No, they've been around. Like I said. How long have they been around? I, Years and years and well, f f I think since the beginning of time, people were probably feeding these to their dogs, along with everything else. But I just think it's so. Fun. I did not know. 
because I remember going to the pet store and I would see the bully sticks right up front at the counter and I'm like, why would you sell it like that? That's just, why would you want to encourage people to have their yeah, dogs hey, be bullies? Grab yourself a handful of pizzles right there. Who knew? Speaking of sticks, Robin. Oh, you haven't played those in a while. Penny, Penny was like all startled. She looked up. Uh, it's too painful to play the drumsticks yet. Okay. You're not quite ready to I'm not quite ready to go. That requires a lot of energy, Robin. <coughs> you don't okay. realize how much you use your your, your sphincter muscles in every day. Your just gluteus maximus the glutes, muscles? The, the glutes, glutes are okay because you can exercise those. But when you have the sphincter that's still uh, safely uh, healing, it, it is you don't amazing want to put any pressure on it. Well, it's amazing how many different things that you do where you clench your sphincter muscle. And for you right now, clenching it is somewhat painful. Yes, it is. Meanwhile, let's get back to what we were doing when we started this whole thing. It's the What's in the Box, mm -hmm. the Mail Time, Robin. Can, oh, you, what's yes. in the box? can you play the Mail Time song once again? Because okay. I really, 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 really like that. All right. That may be my favorite song right now. Mail Time. Mail Time. The mail's here. Come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag myself. When it comes, I wanna wail. Dean says your sore ass saved us from the drum solo. Yes, it did. Today only. All right, let me open this box. This is the Fragile one that we yes. were talking about earlier. Now, who is this from? I can't see. It's from uh, Irvine, California. Irvine, California. Love Irvine. We've been to Irvine many times, Robin. That's down in the OC. You know what I'm saying? It's down there. It's Fragile. I don't know who this is from, though. Is this an Amazon box? It's not an Amazon no, box. No, it's not an Amazon box. It's just a regular delivery? Oh, it's FedEx. Not FredX. They didn't sign him. I thought he was going to be called in if the Eagles couldn't get somebody to sign because his hands are still very good. All right, looks like, wait a minute, there's a couple of, uh, and there's plenty of bubble wrap, so I can have this to sit on, too, because I ran out of bubble wrap for butt protection. So these are more personalized. Oh, look, more personalized mugs, Robin. No. And what does that say on there? Bruno Rant. Bruno Rant in, in progress. progress on the mug. Can we see that? Bruno Rant in progress. Although the uh, the profile picture of me doesn't look like I'm ranting though. I need one with an angry face. But thank you. I wonder who this came from, Robin. Right, there's another one in here. Let's see what this one is. Oh, it's it's so I have two now. There are two Bruno Rant in progress mugs. Inside the box, ladies and gentlemen. Inside the box. Oh, what's in the box? The fabulous AJ in San Antonio. How come there's no package? It doesn't even say that he sent it. Um, How do you know he sent this? Because he sent me a little text message. Oh, well, thank you, AJ. So I should have I should have actually had that open first so that I could have made our hot toddies in our new Bruno Ram I know, mugs. Robin. This was he bad. was in a hurry. We need personalized pizzles. I have a personalized pizzle. <laughs> Thank you, AJ. Those are nice. I got to put one up here on the shelf because that's what we do. Right here. It's going to go right front and center. Can you see that, Robin? Where's, uh, where's mine? Yours is over here. 
I'll put mine over here. You can, you can put a whole bunch of pizzles in that thing and have them ready when the whole family comes over. I can't believe Lily is sitting there. Like, look at her. She's sitting there nicely. And she's staring. And she's staring at... Uh, she's like, where's my pizzle, yo? Now, are they good for... Because earlier this morning, <clears throat> Luigi was feeding Penny these this little treats, you know, the sit-down treats, you know, the, 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 the reward system that you do when you train right. animals to do things. And then all of a sudden, the cats came over. They were like, who is that in our house? The big doggy. Mm-hmm. And then they came over, and Luigi was giving the cats the dog well, treats. No, no, no. So they were staying away. And then all of a sudden, especially the, the fat boy, the little son, he heard the rustling of, of the, the bag. Of the bag. And all, anytime he hears bag. like a can of cat food yeah. opening or and a rustling like, of a bag, he thinks like, it's food. He's like, what? What? There's treats? Let me come right over. <laughs> But he's still, Penny is still there. I wish we could get a camera on Penny, Robin. We can't Tony, get... I, I don't want to mess anything can, up. We can't even see her on the wide shot, can we? No, she's down too far. Penny, come here. I want to get her on this side, Robin. But you won't be able to see her there either. And she's, I got the ass donut. I'm sitting on the ass donut. But that wasn't... Cujo, did you really send one? Because we did not get in... This is one that I uh, purchased. Right, there's another box on. here now, Robin. Yes, there's there's two boxes, actually, that you need two to open. boxes. So this open is that another one, first. one. Let me open this up. That I actually know what it is. It's it's not off of the Amazon wish list, but it box? is also from AJ in San Antonio. What's in the fucking This box? is actually something we ordered, um, I believe. We ordered this? Yes, we ordered it. Um, AJ's daughter was doing a fundraiser um, for her, I think it's for her softball team. So maybe? this is something we actually paid for. We paid for it, yeah. Well, and good. It's about time, Robin. I mean, poor AJ spending <laughs> every dime he makes. And uh, He's like my wife getting every dime I make every I month know, uh, seriously. for alimony. So she, she was selling cookie dough, and uh, we bought cookie dough. I believe that that's what it is. Let me see what it is here. It's a red bag. Is this a, a PBS tote bag for giving $5 to? Here it is. It's the Take Care of Texas. H-E-B, baby, H-E-B, reduce, reuse, recycle. What the hell does H-E-B mean? Heb, not Bobby Heb, who did Sonny, of course, the great song from is back it, in the is day. That a, is that a grocery store? Let me see. Maybe? I don't know, let me open it. Oh, it's got Velcro for your protection. Oh, oh it's, and it, it's, and it's an insulated it's bag. It's an insulated bag. Oh, that's cool. Now, I don't know if this stuff is still good. Oh, it's good. Because it doesn't have to be refrigerated, right? Yeah, it should be. It's frozen, and so we'll we'll put it right back in the freezer. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. We got the white chunk macadamia cookie dough. Oh, oh baby! And yeah. so there's two boxes. Ekt eighty seven fifty says HEB is a supermarket chain. Okay, so. not Bobby Heb. How's that great Bobby Heb knowledge, Robin? Mm-hmm. You know what Bobby Heb did? What did he do? I told you it was a great song, probably the biggest version of this. Are you ready? Let me play it for you right now. Can you please bring it up? Yesterday, my life oh, I was know this filled song. with rain. Bobby Heb. Bobby Heb? Sonny. You smiled at me and really easy thing. Now the dark days are done. That's great Bobby Heb knowledge right there. Heb with my two B's, though. So Heb the supermarket in Texas is one B. Sonny, one so true. I, I love you. Sunny, thank you for the sunshine, okay? Sunny, thank you for the love you. This is the greatest version of this song ever done, you know. Everybody's done this. Oh, 
Oh, AJ in San Antonio, he's saying that the cookie dough was in the freezer for two weeks before shipping, so it was nice and frozen. So, so as long that as means you're going to have to throw a batch in the oven a little later on today, Rob. If you're lucky. We got our cocoa. We've got our, thanks to Ed Nasta, bringing us the Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. Not mm-hmm. the refrigerated stuff in your supermarket. No. This is the one. You should have brought the bottle down, though. It's a big ass. It's a handle. Of, yeah. uh, it's a handle of Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. Yes. Because it has what rum in it? What is the actual alcohol that they put in? Um, I think it's brandy. It's like a brandy, isn't it? I don't know. I'm asking you, Rob, but I've never had it. Oh, I've okay. had it, but I never like bought one and looked at the but label. But it's funny because the Pennsylvania Dutch version is much thinner. In the Netherlands, when you buy it, it is refrigerated. It's it, even though it's alcoholic, it's still refrigerated. It's called autocat. Yeah, but and the ones that you buy in the supermarket, it's almost like pudding. The ones you buy in the supermarket are thicker. You know, you buy a quart or a half gallon of it. They're selling it now already around the holidays. They sell eggnog. And it's a refrigerated milk product. So you can't. But the one that they sell in the state liquor stores is not refrigerated because there's no cream or milk in it. So it's a different form of eggnog, and it's thinner. It's an alcohol product. The eggnog, people would buy the eggnog, that's the refrigerated one, and then they would put brandy or rum in it for flavoring. We have a comment from S. Falcon. Let's go to S. Falcon. Hello. Steve, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? Where are you? What's that? Just listen to the damn phone. Don't listen to whatever you're hearing in the background. That nasty guy that's playing. Mo- don't. Yeah, you got the music loud. I can barely hear you. We don't have any music on. We stopped oh, it, didn't no. we? No, check and see if your music's on, Tony. Uh, I didn't shut it off. I thought Robin. Okay, now Rob- it's gone. Okay, there. Thank you. I thought Robin always pulls the music down, and then she leaves it up a couple of times, and I get in trouble. Real eggnog is not supposed to be thick. I understand that. But what happens when you buy the eggnog in the court, it's too thick, so I put a little milk in it. I don't put alcohol in it because I love the taste of eggnog. I don't know what it is. About. You have to put alcohol in it. You don't have to put alcohol in it. You put a little moonshine in it. Nah, not moonshine. Put a little put rum a little in Bailey's. there. What else? You put brandy. Bailey's. Bailey's in there and eggnog. Bourbon. Bourbon. You can put anything in eggnog, really. Yeah. Except eggs. You don't want to put any more eggs in there. No, you don't want to put any more eggs in there. I have all my eggs in one. Maybe a little pizzle stick. How about this holiday season? You pour your friend a nice eggnog, and then you just pull out a pizzle, and you put it in the eggnog snifter. Or the one with the, uh, you know, the one in, in Christmas Vacation that had, yeah. the, it was like the bull, like, like Bullwinkle the Moose. Remember those, mo- yeah. those cops, Robin? That had the bull, they were the, oh, the, yes, the bullwinkle yes. ones, where you hand it to a, a, a guest and then you put a pizzle in there, which is a bull's penis to stir your eggnog when you're bringing guests in for the holiday uh, season. I don't know. Beef and eggnog together? I don't think so. By the way, here's the, uh, the photograph of the front of the Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog that we are currently drinking. Yeah, they sell, it's made wow. with real dairy cream, it says. What kind of booze? You have the bottle upstairs, Robin. I know, but that would require me actually going to get it right now, and I was in the middle that, of doing something. That book looks like it needs to be in the museum. What needs to be in the museum? That book there I'm seeing on the screen. That's not a book. That's a that's a picture of the actual bottle yes. of eggnog. Pennsylvania. Oh, that's a bottle? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, like oh. a, it's like a handle of vodka. It's the same size. Oh, okay. 1.75 liters, I think it is. And then it tastes like eggnog that you would buy in a store, except it's spiked. Yeah, it's brandy. And it's thin. It's made with rum, brandy, oh, and blended okay. whiskey all together. Oh, rum, brandy, oh. and blended whiskey. That's got the whole, uh, it's got the, the Trinity in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is blended whiskey with dairy cream, rub, and brandy. Rub? Rum. Oh, they said rum. So I was uh, on watching MLB Network. They had Joe Madden. He said he's going to come to Philly with, uh, he's going to go to a Philly, uh, Philly Eagles game with uh, Mike Trout. Well, of course he is. He's the manager of the Angels now. And Mike, you mean, he, you mean Mike Trout's going to invite his new manager to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and sit down in the same seats where Mike Trout is every Sunday when the Eagles play? Yep. Yep. He said he's going to a game. He's going to go to an Eagles game. Mike Trout's already invited him. He's going to sit in the stands. He's got to get his uh, van fixed, and then he's going to drive down to Philly, and Mike Trout is going to put him up, you know, everything. Awesome. All on Mike. And uh, they're going to watch a football game. You notice what I'm. You know what I noticed over the weekend. Zach Ertz, who caught a touchdown pass last weekend against the Bears, he didn't immediately yeah. take the ball over and hand it to Mike Trout like he used to do every no. every game last are they, year. Are they fighting? I don't know. I think he gave Mike Trout enough footballs over the last couple of years uh, to basically take care of all of his friends, his teammates, and everybody in the Angels organization, and his friends and family in down in Millville, New Jersey. How did the Phillies not draft that kid? It's just one of those ones where Phillies owners going, we missed it. Everybody missed. You know how far down he oh, went yeah. into the draft that year? But you're right. You've got to have uh, good local scouts. If you, don't see, 29th? if you don't see Mike Trout in Millville, New Jersey, which is 40 minutes outside of the city, and you can't scout him, but the Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland-adjacent Angels do – and he falls into their lap and turns out to be the best player in baseball for the last eight years, that's bad scouting. Oh, that's very bad. That, someone should get fired for that. Well, no, a lot, of, a lot of GMs should be fired for that. The Phillies weren't the only team that passed up on Mike Trout. Same thing happened to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fell down. You look at some of the great players. Undraft, look at this kid in Carolina, you know, Kyle Allen. Guy was undrafted. He comes yeah. in, gets a shot. Remember, he played one game last year when Cam Newton was out and won that game. And now this year, he's 5-1. and one. So he's 6-1 he's mm-hmm. in starts as a Carolina Panthers quarterback. So is he going to be a star in the future? No, but for this year, yeah. with Cam Newton being hurt, we don't know. But if, if yeah, obviously, if they, if, they continue, the if they continue to play well, it's like there's a lot of guys like Gar- Minshew. Gardner Minshew has lost his job back to Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. And I, I pointed right. that out. I said a couple of weeks ago, if Gardner Minshew doesn't play well in the next couple of weeks and Nick Foles is ready, Nick Foles is going to get his job back. But I also said that if Gardner Minshew continued to light it up, that it would be hard to bring Nick Foles back. They would do the same thing that Carolina does. Because remember, Nick Foles is making a lot of money. Nick Foles has got a $50 million guarantee, which he has that check already in the bank. And he got a four, you have to play him if you're given that kind of cash. Four-year, $88 million contract he signed in Jacksonville. $50 million of it upfront guaranteed. So he doesn't have to play another game and he's got $50 million. But the fact that he's a $50 million guy and Minshew is another undrafted guy or a guy who wasn't really that highly regarded, they've got themselves a great situation. Sort of like when Nick Foles was here in Philadelphia as a backup quarterback and got to play. When, uh, what about when, Stafford? You know, that Stafford, I don't know what they're going to do with him in Detroit. I don't think they could oh, trade him. You, you don't trade him. He's still a great quarterback. They, they just need to fix everything around him. Oh, they want man. Oh God, they want pitchforks and knives here to get rid of Patricia. Oh, sports radios all over. Matt and you know Patricia what's interesting about that? And it's about the defense. It's not about the offense. It's no, about the it, Lions' it defense. defense. Pescaloni is the worst defensive coordinator we've ever had. But Matt wants to hold on to him. And here at Detroit Sports Radio Talk, 
They want Matt gone. They want Quinn gone. They want Ford to sell the team. Ford is not going to sell the team. I'm getting tired of hearing that. He's not going to sell the team. And the thing about Matt Patricia, listen, the Lions have actually played better than a lot of people thought they would this year. And they're in a in a and the Bears suck. And so the Lions, we know they were treading water. Favored by three against the Lions on Sunday. The line went up to three. I know. Well, because it's in Chicago. You think the Lions are going to be favored in Chicago against the Bears? I thought they were. No, the Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They should be. They're at home. As bad as they've looked, it's still a divisional game. And the Bears, if they are ever going to get themselves in a position to think that they can make a run and get a playoff spot, they have to win this game. So both teams have to win this game, but nobody more than the Bears. Because if the Bears come out and stink it up like they did against the Eagles in the first half and not even get a first down until late in the second quarter, you know, there's going to be upheaval not just in Detroit, but the Lion fans who don't like Matt Patricia, but the Bear fans. And Matt Nagy, who was coach of the year, all of a sudden now this guy can't coach anymore. No, it's not Matt Nagy. It's their quarterback. Trubisky is not the quarterback. that Nagy wasn't there when he was drafted. Nagy has to just – he has to take what he's already got. They want Cam Newton. I'm already here, and they go make the trade for Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton's going to be hot if, the, if they don't bring him back, obviously, because the bottom line is they still have another year left on Cam Newton's contract and $20 million, 19 of it, to count against the cap. So I don't know what Carolina's going to do with Cam Newton. The talk is that they're going to trade him, but he's obviously been very, very supportive of Kyle Allen, and you see the pictures of them hugging, and he's sending out tweets how much he loves and supports this guy. So he's doing yeah, all the all. he's doing all the right things. So you can't fault him for that. And he has a Liz Frank injury, which is not some you know not, not some small injury. So he's he's they shut him down for the rest of the year, which I think is a smart move. And they're still mm-hmm. in the playoff hunt. But then you look around the league, and you look at Cam Newton, you look at Joe Flacco, who I think has zero value now. In you no, know, he's done. He is he is done. So. He's off the list of teams that are going to bring somebody in. And remember, he's only gone to a second team. You know, he played all his years in Baltimore. Denver was his second spot, a veteran quarterback going in to an absolute disastrous situation. So he's been benched. He's never going to play another game, certainly not for the Denver Broncos and maybe not for anybody else. But you look around the league, there are a lot of quarterbacks. Minshew is a good draft, is a good trade uh, target for some teams. You mentioned uh, the Chicago Bears. Cam Newton, would he go there? Of course he would. Imagine Cam Newton with that Bears team. Oh, they'd be they'd be really good with that offense. They'd be really they'd be they'd be up there in the playoffs right behind the Saints. You've got Tennessee. You know they got Ryan Tannehill there. What's, what's going to happen to Marcus Mariota? What value does he have on the open market now? He'll go to Denver. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting offseason, certainly because so many teams who thought they had their guy now realize they don't have their guy, like the Bears, for example. <laughs> And certainly, you know, and Marcus Mariota, who's a great kid. And, you know, you talk about a guy whose stock dropped faster than anybody this year, Marcus Mariota in Tennessee. When you're putting Uh, Ryan Tannehill, when you're putting Ryan Tannehill ahead of the guy, you know that things are bad in Tennessee. The Lions went on the downhill. They beat the Eagles, and then they went on the downhill. Now the Eagles are going up. The NFL's weird. Or it's just. But we're seeing we're seeing a lot of unsung, unheralded quarterback. Now, certainly Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson, these guys were stud high picks who are coming in and lighting up the league. Those guys are right. those guys are the future of this league. They're two of the best quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, and I've said this for a long time, not just because of this year. There is no quarterback that I can remember, and I've seen a lot of them in fifty something years of watching football, that can do more with less than Russell Wilson. 
He could have the most mediocre receivers. He has a bad offensive line. He gets sacked a lot, but he can make plays. His vision, mm-hmm. his, his, his ability to see the field and understand the game is better than any quarterback. As great as Aaron Rodgers is and, and, and Tom Brady, nobody right now is playing at the level that Russell Wilson is. This guy is oh, next level in every facet. He's like Tiger Woods when Tiger Woods was so much better than everyone else because not only did he have the physical capabilities, he is mentally stronger than a lot of other guys. Who do you give the MVP to, Russell or Lamar? I, I think you got to give it to Russell. I mean, it depends. We'll see how the season plays out. I mean, Lamar Jackson's having an unbelievable year. But the yeah, bottom line is. is that Russell Wilson is right now, if the season ended now, he'd be the MVP of this league. I don't think there's any right. any doubt about that. Right. I get the Eagles in in the playoffs. I think they're going to go in the playoffs. I don't know. I think the Cowboys, I gave, I gave Dallas out as my Monday night pick, not because I root for him. And it looked close for a while. I thought the Giants were going to get a backdoor cover on that last drive in the final minute and a half of the game. Because remember, they were, up 12. they were up 12, and if the Giants score a touchdown, which is what they were going for, and they got down to the 30, I'm looking at a backdoor cover. You know, and the, the Cowboys still win, but they don't cover the number. And then, of course, there were a couple of turnovers, and the, and the pick uh, a fumble and took taken in for a touchdown, and it was all over. So, to me, Dallas yeah. is still good. They showed you their defense is great still the other night. Even though Cam, even though Dak looked terrible in the first half, throwing a touch, he threw an intercept, pick six on it, not a pick six, an interception on his first passing attempt. So there's there's a lot of football left to be played, but we see some quarterbacks around the league that don't look as good as they used to. You know, you look down in Tampa, you know, Jameis Winston looks good, and then his team looks mm-hmm. bad. And to me, the Tampa Bay defense is what's really just like the Detroit Lions. Their offense has played well, their mm-hmm. defense has not really played well. And yes, no, the defense, our, our secondary is depleted. We, our our front seven is depleted. And then now here, like I said on the sports radio, they want Patricia gone. He doesn't know what he's doing. He came from New England, and it's like you can't farm after two years, three years. They want everybody gone in Detroit. They want the They want the Tigers gone. They want the Red Wings gone. They want everybody gone. It's an outrage. Yeah, that's true. I get tired of listening to sports radio. That's why I listen to you. Damn right. We don't play that crap on this show. We don't call no. for anybody's heads. On this show, no. except my own, every once in a while. Good stuff, hey, Steve. Robin. Appreciate it, Steve. Thanks for all the great tweets uh, and texts and all the great stuff that you sent us. Oh, no one problem. of our, one no of our favorite Glad loyal guys, one of our most loyal listeners, like all of our people that watch us on Twitch and listen every day. Good stuff. Thank you, Steve. Oh, no problem. By the way, Dean has some breaking news from the New York Stock Exchange, ladies and gentlemen. We have breaking news. Now it's not the final bell yet. But Dean, who follows the market, says the stock market is down 0.0.004. That is a devastating day in the New York Stock Exchange. Dean is now running around the Tampa Bay area screaming about Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay defense, which was supposed to be good but sucks. And Luigi is back in the house now checking out on Penny. How, how Penny. How does she look right now to you, Luigi, as you come back into the studio here, leaving her with us for how many hours? And she has been absolutely. Oh, hold on a second. Your mic isn't plugged in. Oh, I'm sorry. But that's, that, that dog is absolutely spectacular. What a great, great dog. You see Lily is sitting there just chilling. The, the cats all get along. Cats and dogs get together. People will talk about, you know, it's like a cat and dog fight. The only fights that are bad are when chicks pull each other's weaves out and stuff. That's a cat-cat fight. 
Cats and dogs do coexist, Leach. I heard the Israeli and Palestinians kind of get out of the living room. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, wait a minute. We've got to make sure the mic is on. We've got the fireplace going. We're having a hot toddy with some Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog in it. You want one of these babies? Ad Nasta bought us, one, brought us a big a handle of the Pennsylvania Dutch. We're opening up boxes today, too. We got boxes. Nobody gets more boxes than Luigi, though. No, you see the newest mug we just got as you were coming? Were you not listening on the Twitch stream, Luigi? I wasn't able to know. What's the matter with you, man? Look, we have a new mug. It's called Bruno Rant in Progress. From AJ. Uh-huh. Bruno Rant in Progress. Yeah, I saw the other one. It said, Damn it, Robin. Damn it, Robin. Yeah, I saw that one. No, where's the other? No, it's one. give her one of those. That's what the it, other yeah, mug. What it do, man? What up, man? What up, yo? Hey, hold on. Why are you not on? I'm bull, oh, you, are, you were telling people what Penny was chewing on right now. Yes. yes. It's bull penis. I didn't know that. Wait, he's way too Apparently, hot it's, yeah. it's good for dogs. It's That's called dizzle, shizzles, fizzles, pizzle. 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 Yeah. pizzle, my nizzle. This is proof why women live longer, because the dick is good for them. Telling exactly. It's all about I the said. dick. I, I said all of our listeners everywhere are going to go, hey, Look, it says right here. Look at all the ingredients. It's all. It's good for you. It's was good. She, was Why she a can't good girl? people have those too? It has, it's, it's got protein. Why can't somebody like, for example, I was talking about making a nice eggnog, a nice hot toddy, right? right it's starting sure, to get sure. cold. Winter's coming soon. Winter no, is not, coming. No, not that stupid oh, okay. show. That winter finally went away, and it melted with the rest of the dopes who watched that show. Snows in rehab. So yes, he is. But the the pizzle thing, I never even knew before today that a bull. Penis. It's a, any not penis. a pull. Any penis is called any, a pizzle? Any penis. Back in the olden days, Old English, pizzle was another Now, word we did for a penis. whole pizzle segment, but Luigi bought these pizzles online. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even say pizzle on it. What's it called? No, they're called um, bully sticks. Bully sticks. Bully sticks. Not yeah. the magic stick, not which I've already played no, earlier. No, no, not the magic stick. And again, <laughs> when you see it, because nobody knows what the heck they are, you think that it's like bully, like you're gonna you're you're gonna teach your dog how to Mm-mm. be a bully kind right. of thing. No. She's all over it, man. No. Not the whooping stick that used to bust out back in the day when the baseball was corked and the, the bats were corked, and so were the players. Or my dad would just for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Just exactly. for the hell of it. But when you think bullcock, bull penis. Are you thinking about, because do we have another one, Robin, or is that just the only one? I think no, no, only one, one at a time. No, but I'm saying I showed people, and I'm like, this is a bull penis? Well, it's made it's from. It's got to be thick. How can the it. penis be that thin? Tony, you it's would think dried. A bull, it's it's like, dried. It's dried out. So, like, if my penis were cut off by Robin in a fit of anger and rage, like Lorena Bobbitt. It would Bobbitt, be like 19 inches long. That's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> It would shrink. Don't dogs want? Don't dogs want it thick too? Right. Tony, I'm not going to figure. It's not the I'm, length of I'm the not going to figure Barbara over here, man. She's a freaking forty pound dog. How is she doing? Is she good? Was she a good girl? She's, she's been phenomenal. fantastic. Good. Is she? Does she have a pizzle? Yeah, she's. We got can't a get the camera. Robin's afraid to put the camera on her. Can you bring her up on your lap here? Get her up Lily, here, man. I mean, Lily. Get get Penny. the dog. Hold up on a second. Here. I got on, one more wait, box. Wait, wait, wait. I let me let me try this. She's not going to care. She's she's. If if what's in the box? Now, I mean, Lexington Steel. You think Lexington Lexington Steel's rod is that thin? How big is Let's get her up on the lap. Let's get her up on the desk here, man. She's looking now. She, she hasn't seen me in a few hours. She's happy. She is the happiest dog, really. She doesn't bark. She doesn't growl. You haven't seen her on camera at all? No, because Robin doesn't want to move the camera. Look at that baby dog. Look at that baby girl. Where's her penis right now? Get that pizzle out. Well, Robin said, you know what a pizzle is? I said, is that a penis when you have, like, a prostate that, that's enlarged and you can't have a good full stream? Right. There she is. Put her on the mic now. Penny on the mic. Holla Penny. At your boy. Penny. Penny. What a good dog, man. Yeah, my mom 
Look at that dog. She's like, I need to get back to the dick right now, though. See ya. She you got a right dick back on the yeah. phone. I mean, she is, I a, mean, bi- she is a bitch after Rocco all. Rocco Sofredi. Yeah. You think Rocco Sofredi is that thin? No, but he's mean. <laughs> he's mean. <laughs> he's a mean man. He's a, I, was up, I was up in the Northeast, man. I made a pilgrimage. I went to go see the, uh, uh, Michael over at Dominico's, man. So ah, I went to go see him. You, what, you got an event coming up? I got an event coming up. Tiny little thing happened in downtown. Nothing crazy. So I got to go see him. He said hello. Told the people to say hi. And then, holla. Um, holla at your boy. Now Day off, man. Got, got a lot going. Yeah, what else, so what else you got going on here? You got, I got another shirts? box. I got another box that I got to open here. Yes. And there's a, there's there's a package in here. Written statements to go along with it. Oh, written We've been statements. talking about penis right here. Look what it says. Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. <laughs> so we've been talking about pizzle penises, which are bull penises that dogs like. Do they like dog? Do they like pizzles better than rawhide? I, I'm a manscape. I'm manscape. So manscape is a company. Me, we talked about them on the show. Give me the piece of paper that went with I it. I shaved my balls yesterday. I wear it right oh, now. It's no problem. Oh, oh, hey, oh. It's no problem. Hey, oh. Hey, hey, hey oh. So manscaped oh. is um, one of our new sponsors for the podcast portion of it. They is might that? also start, but but we're giving them a, a freebie today a by fantasy? talking. Wait a minute. Let no, me see what. So we got the T-shirt. It says manscape. Your balls will thank you. Yes. So that's the T-shirt, which I love. Yeah, of course. It's one of those. We're talking about balls, Tony. Then, well, oh, look, that is a fanny pack. No, it's not a fanny pack. No, no, pack. no. It's a, it's a um, toiletry bag. Oh, toiletry. Oh, that's nice. A yeah, there's no more fanny bag. packs, man. We don't do that shit, man. We don't play. When you manscape, you don't have a fanny pack. Right. And manscaping is important. I mean, I need to manscape. I mean, I've been on a bed for a month. Yes, right? you do. So you want to talk about... I Desperate necessity to manscape. Not LeVar Ball. Not LeVar Ball or Lonzo. Right. What, are that, what, are, what is that statement, I can't see the forest through the trees right now? Or something? Yes. What is that? You need to manscape. Trust me, if, I, could do, I could do 70s German porn right now. <laughs> Again, I hate to, I have to paint a physical uh, picture. It's your wiener schnitzel over there. So wait a minute, it's the plow. So there's a little oh, box plow. in here. The That's plow. It's my Tinder handle. <laughs> <laughs> The plow. The plow. The, the plow. plow. Not wait, Mr. What? Plow from Mr. Plow. What does the plow do? Oh, Tommy? wait a minute. There's razor blades in there. Yes. I almost cut myself. That's how oh. you plow the terrain. Oh, it's a single-edged. It's one of those old-school razors the with a double edge. That? The lawnmower 2.0. Wait a minute here. There's a lot of Hold good on. stuff in here. Look, the plow is basically an old-school razor so that when oh, you're I shaving like down you there. See that. You see that? That's when you get that nice hot lather like your grandpa oh, used to make. Yeah, oh, yeah. I usually whip up my own lather. You know what I'm be, saying? Be careful. There's no razor in it right now. No, I there? took okay. them out. So that's the plow. Bro, this is nice. Isn't that man. nice? This Let's see good. what else is but in here. But you see now. how it's also short gripped? Yeah, I like it's that. It's not long grip. It's short, so you can kind of. You got to get the short ah. stroke it, baby. Stroke it, see, baby. See, I wouldn't have thought of that. Because I think for oh, a woman, you needed it. But it, you do. You have more control over it. Yeah. Right? Tony, you got the razor blades over there, right? I got the razor. That's how you put it in. You just Here's the plow this. box. Don't put a razor in there, though. I don't want anybody getting hurt now. Nobody's going to get hurt. Watch Penny? it. Be careful. Are you ready to leave soon, Penny? Or are you just so wait, no, let me open this. Now, I got also. Now, this is a redesigned electric trimmer. This is the lawnmower 2.0. Yes. So the lawnmower 2.0. I'm reading this right now. Has I don't even have a lawn. Exactly. Has proprietary skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag Yeah, I your hate nuts. that because I have a lot of good razors, mm-hmm. real nice ones. But you try to go down there and clean that and mow the lawn yeah. down there, Forget what happens? You get, pulled you get that things, nick. Yeah. You get that little nick in there, that slice. It's worse than a paper cut. Well, because uh, testicles oh, have, like, loose skin. You ha- and, and it's really hard to keep that skin tight. Let me see something real fast. Well, you gotta, that's, that's when you got to pull the Look back. That. Dean says two to one odds Luigi cuts himself. You kidding me? I'm going off at nine to five, man. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Oh, let's see what else they have. Look, they have oh. crop preserver, ball deodorant. Are growing corn down there? It's ball deodorant with active pH oh, no. control. It's, it's also no anti-chafing. Anti-chafing or chafing, depend, depending on where you come from. Because you and can... It's made without sulfates, oh. parabens, or other... And it's, it's or dyes. It's gentle on skin. So Wait you got a minute. The, the ball deodorant, because you don't want those balls smelling down no, no, there. No, no, you got you to make sure you got some good smelling ovals. Okay, let me see this thing. This is cool. This You don't feel anything on your skin. There's you know no Should I try that on the air? Should I try? Should I manscape on the air? Wait, no, Robin, you know what? It's not just for men. That could probably be used for women. I was as just well. going to say, this is better than the right, women's. But if you got to take a lawnmower down there, you got issues. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, there's also a re- refined by men. Is that ball bomb right there? No, this is cologne. So this is not aftershave your on your huevos? No, no, this is this is cologne. Let me see what it smells like. I don't smell like balls or ass, luckily. Right. Let me see what it smells like. Let's look. How do you do it? Like when you're in the way season, you, you walk in. Little spritz. Is it on the? Is it yeah. on the floor? On the wrist. Robin, is it on the wrist or on the back of the hand? On the wrist. Wrist. It's 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 on oh. your pulse points. Go back. Oh, I like that. Is it, give me the, just give me the, give me the spray a little on the balls down there. I don't think you're supposed to put that no. on your balls though. That would especially. I like that. If you just shave that, Robin. I don't know if you got. I can't reach. Put a little spritz on. Tony, you're refined. A clean and fresh scent designed for the refined gentleman. Opening with a light citrus burst, it dances around with a gentle touch of sambac jasmine. Before selling that is to really nice. anchoring notes so, and gentlemen, of bed beer and light Here's voice. the really exciting part for everybody that's listening out there. And wait, wait, there's one more thing in here, Robin. Wait, there's, there's more. more? Oh, this, is there's a man, more. this is a man's musk. So this we is got, a musk. Let me smell. It's nice. That's I like it. No, I like it. So we got the ball toner, which is the aftershave. Ooh, toner. Nice. Toner. Really nice. Toner. You know, it smells like it's like clean, but it's not like yes. uh, soapy clean. You got the it's ball deodorant. You got the ball reviver. And She's then you bring got your the, balls back to life. Th- then you got the crop cleanser, which is an invigorating hair and body wash. Oh, ah. so you know when you're down there, sh- yeah, sh- you got to clean that. You thing You got to clean it before you sh- before you strip away, right? Yes. You gotta get, a, get rid of all those dirty. D- it's similar to you have to lick it before you stick it, right. but completely different. <laughs> so you got the crop cleanser. Same. You got but the different. You got all the different accoutrements that you need. Yes. And the aftershave, and you got the ball deodorant and the ball reviver, which is called a ball toner. I like this, the plow. The plow. Well, I don't know any woman who likes to go down there if it's all bushy because, you know. I told you how I feel about bush. I I, I uh, want a clean, plain surface. I um, Exactly. I, I floss regularly. I don't need to floss <laughs> again. I'm all about hardwood floors. It's a clean, hardwood floors. It's a clean look. It's easy to, it's easy to manage. A little dust in here and there. Nothing Boom. crazy. Boom. I don't need to floss more than once a day. Let me see some of the copy points, Robin. Okay, well, let me. Uh, for, go before, ahead. Before this you, is a nice package, Tony. I, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody, it's not a pizzle, baby. This is the full deal. Uh, don't here. forget, Christmas is approaching, folks. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, this is great for the for this, the man. They do make fantastic Christmas uh-huh. gifts, and if you would like to check it out, you can go to manscaped.com. And if you put the code word Bruno in when asked, Boom. you will get 20% off plus free shipping. No. Yes. 20% off plus free shipping? You can't beat that, Clark. Can't beat that. Not so. with, you can't beat that with a pizzle stick or a bully stick or a magic stick. Uh, Manscaped, Cujo baby. Cujo says talk sports. If I this have my soundboard right now, you know what it would say, right? This is the sponsor of the program. Exactly. Without Do this, the deal is right. Sports. Talk just, sports. Just do the deal, baby. Just but do wouldn't it, but the, I would expect that almost every single sports celebrity out there is manscaping. At some point or at another, some point. you have to, right? Dr. I mean, Drew especially, said. Especially, how about swimmers? 
Yeah. Michael Phelps would probably love this thing. Yeah. Even when he was not getting his Michael Phelps on. He's always getting his Michael Phelps on. 85% of women, Robin, according to my good friend, Dr. Drew Pinsky, Uh say that women think bad grooming is a major turnoff. I think 89% is low. I think it would be like 99%. No, 85%. Okay, 80% of women think men should manscape below the belt. And 89% of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. This is coming off today. Completely off. The beard's coming off today. But really? that's not manscaping. You know how they Manscaped do, like, you know do no-shave November? Yes. I'm doing clean-shave forever. That's I'm what doing I'm doing. No so I'm sick and tired of these freaking people walking around with beards. You want to know why? A lot of people wear beards so they hide that they don't have a chin. That's why I wear a beard. Seriously. But you had one at one point. These people never even had a chin. I don't have two, at least, at this point. I should have at least three by now. <laughs> Most guys my age have no chins. You realize that? Well, last time I forgot our Their neck go- basically starts right here, and it goes down. As long as they don't forget the Portuguese. Well, just as a reminder, nice. for, the, for those of you who are asking, there's <laughs> a nice. couple of people. Just again, manscaped.com. Just check it out. This is 6,000 RPM motor on this freaking lawnmower, Dude. Tony. In the checkout, put in the code word BRUNO, and you will get 20% off plus free shipping. The game has changed. Yes, the lawnmower 2.0 is 100% waterproof, which yes. means you take it in the shower with you and you get zero drag as you're going up oh. and this I is, may have to do it and videotape it after the show. I'll no. play it tomorrow. <laughs> I may have to go and you videotape know and then have the blue. Remember I'm the blue now. dot? Remember there was a, what was the on thing? The, there on, was, the Stanley, on the cup, on the, on, the, uh, on the puck for the ice? No, no. There was a video a couple of years ago before all everything was on there. the bouncing blue dot? No, they would put a blue dot over something to cover it up so you couldn't see it. It was like a big deal a couple of years ago. You mean like in ago. Japanese porn where they like have a pasty, like, a, like a big pasty? No, it was it was electronically added. It wasn't like somebody sticking a, a you know a pasty on their on their nipples if they're yeah, a I woman recall, dancer. I don't recall this. Look thing. up blue dot, Robin, because it's going to bug me now. This is nice. You got a wooden stand too. This is beautiful. That didn't come with manscaping, though. That's Robin going on uh, Amazon and buying stuff. No, that stuff was IKEA. Well, you bought it, right? That's not part of manscaping. No. It's like a little okay. easel. It's nice. I like it. It's very cute. Thank you. This, that was now so put random. Put shit it back like... in the box here, man. You give me, I'll take care of that. Put that damn lawnmower back in there. I don't. I, no, Make I don't sure have the lawnmower. Blades. I got the plow. Where's the hands. lawnmower, Robin? You have it. Oh yes. Give me that damn lawnmower back. You Just put plow? it all back in the box. You got the plow? I got the plow. Put it, I got oh, the put lawnmower. Put it in the toiletry bag. That's where it all goes. Is the toiletry bag? Yeah. yeah put can, it in the I damn bag. Take it out and just put it in here. Where's the other? Where's the other little box that I had the other stuff in? What are you talking about? It's even got a little bag for your for your carry case. That's what you should put the uh, lawnmower in so that it yeah, doesn't get Yeah, so you get take it out of the box. Right. And here's the mower. Here's the uh, mower. Inst- instructions. And then there's a couple of different sizes. Look, if you want a real oh, bush, you geez. can trim that baby Dude, down. Dude, if you need to give your balls a two-clip and a skin fade, <laughs> we got problems, man. I just got out of the barbershop. If you got to put on a four-clip... This is a six clip. If you need a six clip to trim what's going on down there, what do you got? Eddie Van Halen down there? No, well, you've got I'm the sure Amazon that, forest down exactly. there, is right. I'm sure it's made so that you can trim your beard at the same time. I don't know. I'm not putting where that I'm not putting that on my face where, 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 where you don't know where my other part's been. Mine's getting a fresh shave, brother. <laughs> Two clip and a skin fade. Boom. Now where's the other part of the uh Yeah, where's the other part of the mower? You oh, got the plow. The, no, you got the plow. Where's the bottom half? Where's the, where's the handle of the plow? You had it. No, I did not, Tony. You took the plow apart in your own hands. No, then I gave it back to you. You did not give it back You have to them me. both in your hand, Tony. Well, they're not here. No, in, in your, your hand. hand. Oh, you have it in your no, hand. No, but there's all the razor blades in the little box that says the plow. Oh, I have that. That's, That's what every... I said. I know I don't oh, have Oh, I'm talking about this. Jeez. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Ball deodorant. I highly recommend it. I of may course. have to try some of that tonight. And I'll thank you for it. Your balls will thank you for it. <laughs> Talking about, as my good friend Tom Looney would Talking say. Talking about balls. Talk, and we just talked to Tom Looney the now, other day. I don't day. know why they call it the Manscaped bag. They should have just called it the sack. I mean, yeah, it kind of makes is, sense. That's, this is, this, that's, that, you know, listen, guys, the, P, the PR people over there, if you're listening, you should name this the sack. 
Oh, you mean the little bag should have been called the sack? It should have been called the sack. Can you do a high-top fade on your balls now? Trevor from the 203 uh, oh, inquiries. Yeah. How about a, how about uh, design? I'm gonna put three slits in his eyebrow too. <laughs> no, you want the you want the what do you call it? You know when the back in the day in the 80s when they did the, uh, the, yeah, the lines. lines, yeah, the lines, like razor cut from the, with the lines in the back. Yeah, you can do that. I told you I'm gonna go two clip mid fade. People like that stuff. They still do they the uh, lines, you know. Some guys. I was gonna get some lines today. Are you really gonna get lines? I was from going the neck? to. I went to get a haircut early. If you came in here with lines, you know what I would give you, man. What would you give me? Something that we have not played in two hours and 20 minutes on this show, which is a new world record. Thank you. <laughs> it's nothing new to me, Chico. Because a- every time, for the last couple of days, we've had all these technical issues getting the show back on. And then Robin got it all fixed, and she did not earn one single solitary one of those today. Well, Even though the mug says, give her one of those. Her own personalized... It sounds good. Her own personalized... Give her one of those mugs, ladies and gentlemen. So there my, it is, Miss Robin Austin. My son Christian it. came over and he goes, "Oh, your face is on a mug." And I said, "Yeah, read what it says." And he goes, "Give her one of those." He your didn't mug get is it. On a mug, basically. Your son didn't get give him one of those. Yeah, and I had to explain it to him. I'm giving him one of these, Christian. And then he, he was all he was all protective. He's like, "Why? Why are they? Why are you getting that, Mom? You do everything around here." Ridiculous man. <laughs> it's sticking up for me. All right, let's get it back to business right. now. Let's get back to sports, shall we? That was nice. We got a we got a package from Manscaped. I know it's exciting. This is lovely. It is. That's, that's fine Corinthian leather. It is. It's actually really yeah. You know what? That's something that I didn't even point out that 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 toiletry bag is not some cheapy little thing. No, it's it looks actually, like uh, what do you really call nice. it? Uh, Cartier or Yves Saint Laurent. John Paul Gaultier. What's the ones that look looks like the ones that chicks all have with YS Yves Saint Laurent, right? Coach. No, they have YSL Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. That's good. I actually had some of that earlier. So yeah, it was good. Did you have a little extra? Vinegar. Yeah, right on yeah, top. Good. Drizzle yep. for your shizzle and your fizzle and your pizzle. And my pizzle. And your pizzle. Penny, we got to get the hell up out of here, man. She's like, I'm, I'm working my pizzle here. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We got more to go. We got updates, too. We gave you the earlier update from California where Chris Brown is actually having a yard sale at his house. And 88 million people are expected to attend yes. on Instagram. I gave you another story that... that uh, that I found very, very ridiculous earlier today. Oh, it's the Fortnite dude. We got to do a Fortnite update. Because a lot of people on Twitch, you know, they love gaming. That's what Twitch was founded on. The guy Ninja did Fortnite. Yes. Became, became a multi-billionaire, right? Not billionaire, multi-millionaire. But then we have a local kid here in the Philly area who just won a major Fortnite Correct. national championship, right? Yes. But then there are Fortnite experts all over the world, Robin. Yes. And it's a huge in- phenomenon. I haven't played it because I'm afraid I'd become addicted to it. But we got a Fortnite dude. Right. There's one in particular in the U.K. Yes. That's, that's over in England, I think. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's the United Kingdom, I think. Is that what the U.K. stands for? I do believe that you are correct. Adur. I'm joking, really. <laughs> and so... What happens when you are a Fortnite champion and then something goes terribly, terribly wrong? Is there video to this story, Robin? Um, it looks like there is. Let me see if there's some stupid. This reminds me of a New England Patriot fan that I saw on Sunday Night Football in Baltimore down there at MT&B Bank Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. The Patriots, it's not like they've been suffering their fan base for the last 12 years. They've been living the high life. All these Super Bowls every year. I mean, it's not like Tom Brady is not getting his due. He's the greatest of all time. I have the video, Tony. So the story is this guy in Britain, 17 years old, 
He's a Fortnite champion, mm-hmm. but then apparently he got nailed. Right. So I don't mean laid because he probably never got laid because he's 17 years old. And he plays Fortnite 24 seven day a, a day. Fozzie, so you think he gets laid? No. Fozzie Jarvis, 17 Fozzie? years old. Yeah, Fo- not Fozzie Bear. F A Z E. Last name Jarvis, 17 years old. He um, had 200. Uh, excuse me, two million YouTube fans. Two million YouTube fans for Fo- Are you sure it's Fozzie? Fozzie, Fozzie. I don't know. It's about Fangul, is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he apparently was caught cheating. How do you cheat on Fortnite? In videos. I don't know. I have never played Fortnite, so I would not know. But he was caught cheating, and he is now banned for life. How do you get banned for life from Fortnite? Well, because it's an online game. You actually have to log on, so they can block your... So he's been blocked from going online yes. and uh, and kibitzing or kibitzing? So, and this is a video that he put out there. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I want to hear this, young man. I'm sure he's, uh, he's, you know, he's remorseful. You know, cheating's not a good thing. So. But the bottom line is I'm sure he took this like a champ. Oh, I'm yeah. sure a 17-year-old, a, a mature adult young man who's been in his basement for the last couple of years is stewing anything else in, in the world that matters. I've been permanently banned on Fortnite for life. Recently, I posted some videos of me using aimbot in solos and playground mode. And just all I was thinking about whilst I was making those videos was just how entertaining and like interesting these videos would be for you guys to watch. It didn't even cross my mind to think that I could be banned for life on Fortnite from from those videos. I just want to be clear, this is my first time I've ever done anything like this, and of course I have never done this in a competitive game mode at all. You know, at the time I posted those videos, I was completely oblivious to what could happen to me, like what the consequences were. Obviously this was a huge mistake and it's completely wrong on my end. You know, I really don't know what to be, like genuinely I don't even know what I was thinking, like cheating in anything is just terrible, you should never do it, it's not acceptable, it's zero tolerance, you should it's just, it's just such a dumb thing to do. I should have paid more attention to the community rules and the TOS of Fortnite and like, yeah, I just want to urge you guys all to review all of those terms of services and stuff so that nothing like this could ever happen to you. What happened to him? Life is filled. I want to hear, I, I hear he breaks down and cries like a baby. I want to hear him cry. I mean, he's giving a, 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 a you know, to be to be fair, which is what I try to do with everyone here. God, I hate the fact that I don't have a second computer to. All right, redo keep, this. keep talking about that, Robin. <laughs> it's just annoying because. But I by the way, so I have no problem with the kid coming clean. And says, you know what? I did the wrong thing. Don't do the same thing, kids. Maybe go get laid every once in a while. Maybe get out of the basement and not play Fortnite. Just because it's Fortnite doesn't mean you have to play two consecutive weeks. How many people who play this game Fortnite know what the word Fortnite means, Robin? You know what Fortnite means? Yes, I do. It means two and weeks. And in England, they actually still use Fortnite as in, in normal everyday lexicon. Yes. It's like what they call Wimbledon, a fortnight, because it takes two weeks for Wimbledon to play through to the championship round. It's not spelled the same way. Fortnite is spelled differently. The game is spelled differently but because it takes two weeks for some people to play it. It's like cricket. It takes two weeks to finish a game. And so this kid, to his credit, he came clean. He got banned. And I would say he took it like a man because what we heard so far was a guy who was remorseful because he lost 20 million followers or whatever the hell he had. But then he starts crying at the end. There's no crying in Fortnite. Well, the I- guy cheated. He used a, he used a computer program 
which helps him kill more people or whatever the hell you're doing for at night. It's ridiculous, man. If if somebody's entire world is revolving, and not only that, this is taking away money from him, I'm sure, because if he yes. had 2 million followers, he was making pretty good bank um, having playing these games. So Wait, I have reaction, actually. <laughs> I have reaction. Here. Really? Yes. Let's go to the tape here. Wait a minute. Let me go to the tape and cue it up. We do have, it's Faze, actually. His name's not Fozzy. Oh, it's Faze. Faze. Okay. Spelled F-A-Z-E, but pronounced Faze. Like, this is just a stupid phase I'm going through. Hey, listen, when I was 17, I'd love to be making millions of dollars playing video games. I pursued a career in journalism and uh, radio. What did I know? We have his reaction now, ladies and gentlemen. This is just in to the Tony Bruno Nation Live Studios. Robin, can you bring this up, Here, please? Oh. Ah, are you ready, comedy partner? Waka, waka. Okay. There he is. Waka, waka, waka. Fozzie Bear says, waka, 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 waka. Ah, are you ready, comedy partner? Yeah. Waka, waka. Waka, waka, phase. It's just a silly phase you're going through, son. Don't worry, you'll grow up. You'll be able to manscape in a couple of years once you start developing little things down there and get a little tingly sensation. And congratulations, you made a lot of money. I'm not taking anything away from this kid. But crying over a video game? Oh, no, he's crying over the money he's losing. Crying? There's no crying in Fortnite, is there? I'm sure many, many tears have been shed over that damn game. I, I can guarantee it. Did you see me crying when I was on Madden 05, 06, and 07, Robin? What was your uh, – somebody here. Um, I don't it? know what my Madden – I, I had to be – my Madden rating had to be 100. You couldn't possibly <laughs> get it. All these players complain about their, ra- their ratings on Madden 19. Yes. I was 100 on Madden. I never had to call the people at all the game creators and all the muckety mucks at EA Sports to complain about my rating because as soon as that game came out in 05 – my rating was 100. Give that 100. man a gold star Let rating. Let me give myself one of these uh, roaring round of applauses, which I also have been using sparingly today, Robin. Dean said, I just bought the Manscaper using the Bruno code. My balls. Thank you, Tony. Oh, did he buy it? That's, yes. Yeah, you 20% off and free shipping? Yeah. Shit. We, we want to... Give pleasure to all of our fans and their families, especially the uh, the female. <laughs> so if you get your manscaped and get your get your balls nice and clean, your wives, your your loved ones will thank you. A big sexy sixty nine says, "I bet you were crying, Tony, when your ass was a dumpster fire." I actually wasn't. Robin was there when I was taking major injections in the ass. And I don't mean the pleasurable kind. I mean the painful kind. I, Did I cry? No. I was close to it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, no mere mortal man, no average wimpy man would have been able to endure that pain that I endured one week ago. And Robin was there as a witness. And I defy any woman who talks about you know childbirth pains because... You know, I went through there childbirth a, the, with my wife three times. I've been through kidney stones. Well, you didn't go through it. She went through well, it. Well, I was there with well, her. There was, a, there was a nurse 
that was in the room Correct. helping the doctor, and she said that she had given birth to three children, and she had the same problem that you did, and she said that, that what you were going through was worse. So that was confirmation from yeah. a woman. That wasn't just some asshole guy saying, uh, speaking of assholes, uh, my asshole was getting taken care of, that that has to hurt more than childbirth. And listen, I'm not taking anything away from women. As I said, I have three children. I know what my wife went through in the birthing process. It's painful. But trust me, what I went through last week, not even talking about the surgeries because I didn't feel any of that. This wasn't a surgical procedure where they put your ass out. <laughs> this was just a an adjustment. One of the six times I went to the hospital Stephen to deal Norcal with Stephen Norcal says, as you now know, your asshole is a center of your nervous system. Damn right it is. <laughs> It didn't even hit a nerve. It just, whatever it oh, hit. Oh, I don't know. I think it hit several things because he kept moving that needle in and out all over the place. The, I couldn't was, see it. Luckily, I couldn't see oh, it. I almost I, – I can – I am not squeamish at all. Blood, all of that stuff does not bother me. And I was there to help in any way, like hold and uh, hold your hand, whatever you needed. And – I almost passed out watching what they were doing. It was intense. Now, don't get me wrong. When I was bent over in an awkward position, not like my seat table on a plane, which is an upright and locked position, yes. I was in, a, in, a, in an office. I wasn't even in a surgical yes. suite. Bent over where you can't see anything. I, I had a pillow. I almost had to bite the pillow. Yeah. And you know what they say about pillow biters, Rob? <laughs> sometimes you know what they say. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Now, a lot of women out there have been called pillow biters, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not usually because it hurts so much. It's, so it's because it feels so good. Right, and it's so that they don't wake the neighbors, right? Isn't I don't know. Good? I don't know. I've never, you're not really a pillow biter, Robert. We don't have to go into <laughs> my... But trust me, I will admit as a man that I had to bite a pillow or else I would be screaming like a banshee in the middle of a woods, a haunted woods location somewhere down in the deep south of the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. That's how much it hurt. Now, the following day... Did I cry? No, not, the, not in the office, but I have to... The following day when all of the medication was wearing off and you had some major stabbing pains when you, when you moved off of the sofa, there were tears in your eyes. You were in so much discomfort and you had... Listen, I'm not a martyr here. I'm yeah. not, you know, a lot of people have gone through major, major pain every day. Not that bad, awful movie, Major Pain, that was out a couple years ago. It was awful. Remember that movie? Yeah. It was terrible. But no, a lot of people go through pain every single day. So I'm not like, oh, Tony, wow. I can't believe you you endured more pain than anybody in the history of mankind. No, I'm just telling you it was uncomfortable. And I'm only saying this because people on the Twitch board, like Big Sexy 69 are basically calling me a wimp. I'm not like the Fortnite kid who was crying because he got thrown off of the Internet for playing Fortnite and cheating. So please, I'm not looking for sympathy. No, but you are talking about it so that anybody else that goes through it will know that these, you know, you, you need to get it taken care of. You need to, you need to. I have other procedures that I yeah. still have, have uh, planned and are on hold because of this problem. Trust me, this is not the end of things being put in my ass. And I don't mean that from a pleasurable standpoint either. No, they did not find a gerbil in there. I'll tell you what, they could have found a rhinoceros in there. That's how much it hurt. And I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> they All could right. have found an entire package, a package of pizzles in there, and I would not have known the difference, Robin. 
Dean writes, Robin, it's not out loud, Moner. Sounds like you're, wait a minute. Robin Rob- is not out loud, Moner. Sounds like you're not doing the job right, Tony. <laughs> Dean, I was just saying that we should not talk about whether I am or am not. There's some secrets that, you know, I want to keep to myself. Let me, let me confess, ladies and gentlemen. They did find a gerbil. And when they found that gerbil, it had a Jerry Penacoli tattoo on its side. So now that final story can be put to rest. Let's get it back to uh, football and sports yes. here, Robin. By the way, i got to do my NBA rant. I told okay. you I'm not going to be doing a lot of NBA this year. Of course, LeBron last night, speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, had to get his, his henchmen to go out and – it looks like they were throwing a fan out of the game last night. So the, the LeBron James and the Lakers, who were playing well, were in Chicago last night, playing a very mediocre Chicago Bulls team. So beating the Bulls now is not like Michael Jordan – you're beating a mediocre Bulls team, and you're supposed to when you're the Lakers and you're LeBron, and you own and you're owned by China. So, some kid gets up and starts taunting LeBron. Now he wasn't using—I don't know what he was saying, but it wasn't profanity, it wasn't racial slurs, it was just a fan giving him the business. And when you pay a lot of money to sit that close at an NBA game, as long as you're not saying things that are offensive, racist, or about their families. The fans have a right. That's why they pay money. And I go back to Chicago, the Chicago Bulls. And there was a gentleman. I used to have him on my show all the time. There was a guy in Chicago. Or actually, he was in Washington, D.C. And he wrote a book about it. But there was a book out called The Jordan Rules, which was not very complimentary to Michael Jordan. So this one fan, who was a Washington Bullets fan back when they were the Washington Bullets before Bullets became illegal to talk about, except they're sprayed all over the cities every night in the country, and we're not allowed to call them bullets anymore. But I digress. This guy used to stand up. What was his name? His name was Fick. Fick. His last name was Fick. And he would stand up, well-dressed man, not some crazed lunatic, and he would open the book, The Jordan Rules, and would read from it with Michael Jordan standing 10 feet in front of him on the floor. And Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest player of all time, would sit there and take it. He didn't have henchmen come out and throw the guy out. That's what a fan is supposed to do. He wasn't calling him names, as I said. He wasn't going across any line. Fans are allowed to be fans, at least at this stage in America. You're seeing people's rights being taken away from every day. But you go to a sporting event, Robin Ficker, that was the guy's name, Robin. Thank you. Not Mara Robin. Robin Ficker was a fan of the Washington Bullets. Ficker. Ficker. F-I-C-K-E-R. No relation to Nizzles or any of that stuff. Or Alan Thick. Not Gaylord Fokker. Of course, from the Fokker family of movie fame. Yes. So he would oh. read the Jordan rules at Bulls games whenever the Bulls came to Washington. Or he would travel and read the Jordan rules to Michael Jordan. So back then, you know... People didn't like it, and people didn't have goons coming out to get him escorted out of the arena because he was a he was a season ticket holder. Last night in Chicago, some guy says something to LeBron. LeBron says something back, which is funny because people were laughing. Before you know it, all the goons that are LeBron's posse. It's funny, though. None of them were Chinese, it didn't seem. It didn't seem like his buddies from China were there to go and escort this fan out for having the audacity to say something to King James. 
That's not even my rant. My rant is what uh, even ESPN, which is in bed with the NBA because they have a contract with the NBA. And I got to give up major love to Doris Burke at ESPN and ABC. Doris Burke this morning went off on ESPN. And she even said, even though we are a company that has the rights to the NBA, I have to speak out about what's happening in this league. And it's called load management. It has nothing to do with no nut November. Not that kind of load management. Load management now is what NBA superstar players are using as a means to say, I don't really feel like playing tonight. I have a sore knee, so I'm going to take a game off. LeBron James has done it. Joel Embiid has done it. So it's not just one player, but it's now become acceptable in the league. And so Doris Burke this morning on ESPN, to her credit, called out Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi Leonard and his Los Angeles Clippers are scheduled to play tonight on the ESPN Wednesday night nationally televised NBA game. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks in Los Angeles at Staples Center. People spend a lot of money to go watch NBA games, especially in Los Angeles, where the Clippers are a good team, an NBA championship caliber team. The Lakers play in the same building. And so you're a Clipper fan, and you want to go see Kawhi Leonard, who won an NBA championship, against the Greek freak in the Milwaukee Bucks, the MVP of the league, and you paid all that money, but Kawhi Leonard now for the second time already in this very young NBA season has announced that he is not going to play tonight because of load management. But he is going to play tomorrow night on the Thursday night TNT game, also at Staples Center, when your Los Angeles Clippers will be playing the Portland Trailblazers in Los Angeles. And so, obviously, Doris Burke says, you know, this doesn't help ESPN because our company, Disney ESPN, spent a lot of money for the rights to have the NBA game of the week on Wednesday nights. And now he's not going to play, which will hurt the ratings. And ratings mean money to the league. So the bottom line was, he is sitting out, ESPN just, and Doris Burke's not even working the game. So it's not like it affects her personally, but she's talking about from a business perspective how ESPN's getting shafted by a player who decides he doesn't want to play on a Wednesday night so he can play on a Thursday night against a, a team that's certainly not as good as the Portland's not horrendous, obviously. Point is, this is, this is what the league has to get under control. Because now, you know what the answer is to stop this from happening, Robin? The answer to stop players from taking nights off because 82 games is too grueling. By the way, the same players that have been playing an 82-game season for decades, not, the, not these particular players, NBA players, Michael Jordan did not have any load management days. Carl Malone, when he was playing for the Utah Jazz, didn't take ma- uh, mat. And these are not, I'm injured, I can't play. These are, you know, I'm a little sore tonight. Load management. The Sixers are also one of the one of the main culprits of load management. Joel Embiid in the second game of the season took the game off for load management. This is an 82-game season. You know what you should do, but they won't do it. They should cut the NBA season shorter. If 82 games are too many to play for these modern-day, well-in-shape, great, great players, 
then how about you and the Players Association in the NBA? You call your union and you say, you know what? Hey, I can't play 82 games. Let's cut the schedule back to 70. Same thing with hockey. These seasons go way too long. Same thing with baseball. You know why they won't cut the season short by 10 games or by 12 games? Why not? Because that means they wouldn't be paid as much money. That means they couldn't demand these ridiculous whatever. They are. Listen, I'm not denying them their money. They should be paid. They're the product. They're what people pay to see. But if you're going to complain about load management, load management, and people are paying big-time money to go watch you play, it's not like going to a play on Broadway and the, you know, the headliner gets sick and there's an understudy. That happens. The understudy performs when the star gets hurt or is sick. Right, Robin? The understudy, the main character, especially when it's a play where there's one focal character who is the star of the show. Right? It happens a lot. Right. The star of the show can't make it, and the understudy steps in because the understudy rehearses just with, like everybody else does. And when you go to a Broadway play and the main character's not there, you understand it because chances are the show is still going to be good. It's the same show. It's just not the main character. Do those people demand a refund when they go to a Broadway show and not the main character's not there? No, they understand it. That's how it works. The main character's not saying, hey, you know what? It's Wednesday night. I got some action down the street here. Screw it. Put the understudy in. I don't feel like working tonight. That's not how it works. But in the NBA, the Smoke and Mirrors League, which I have one of the very few people who has called out for decades, not for the last five years, not for the last ten years. Go back to the early 1990s. That's when I started calling out the NBA with the Dream Team scam and all the other stuff that this league has done to try to save face. If I'm a Clipper fan, I'm going to go to the front office and I'm going to call the ownership team and I'm going to say, you know what? I want a refund for tonight's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. If you're going to allow Kawhi Leonard, your superstar free agent signing, to now miss his second game this early in the season because he says his knee doesn't feel good, then you're a fraud. The Clippers are committing committing consumer fraud, just like the 76ers did when I was criticizing the tanking era. They were charging people not lower prices to come in and see inferior tanking basketball. They were charging you the same price to see minor league basketball. And that was consumer fraud. And I would have gotten involved, and I called for a consumer revolt and for people to sue the 76ers organization for consumer fraud. And you know what? If I would have pursued that and get a lawyer to do it, I would have won. The 76ers committed consumer fraud on the idiotic fan bases who just said, take my money because I'm a moron. But that's okay. I'll get a podcast and then suck your balls dry once you start getting better. That's what basketball has become. That's what happens when you have have these brain-dead analytics dorks, millennials primarily, and Gen Xers too who don't understand the game, but because they're these tough guys who have podcasts to kiss the Sixers' asses when they're getting it slammed right up their ass harder than the injection that I took last week, they bend over and say, give it to me harder. Give it to me harder. And when you're taking it up the ass and then you're telling that person that's putting it in your ass to ram it in harder, not for pleasure, but for more pain, you are part of the problem. So the NBA sees this. The NBA sees that the fan bases are stupid sheep that will buy anything 
so they can go out and get close to LeBron James and buy one of his $500 pairs of sneakers that's made for $10 in China. And the fact that load management is now acceptable in the NBA is an absolute classic example of consumer fraud. And Commissioner Adam Silver and everybody else involved in the NBA front offices, you should be ashamed of yourself, and you should pay the price. You should be sued. Your asses should be sued off. But your gutless player union, they're not going to say, let's cut it back to 70 games instead of 82. Because it's obvious. These players, you know, 82 games. I mean, how can you play 82 games in a season? Then make it 70 games. How about that? How about that, Players Association? How about that, Adam Silver? Make the season 70 games. Get rid of 18, 12 games. And then, then, then say, hey, okay, now the owners can go to these players and say, that's 12 games of income. Figure out how much money you make in 12 games in ticket sales, in concession sales, parking, and all that other stuff. Then you go back to the Players Association and you say, hey, suckers, you're the game. You're right. But if you're not going to play 82-game seasons, you're going to play 70 games, then we're going to cut your payback. Let's get some analytic jerk off in here. Let's get Sam Henke off the damn uh, wakeboard out in California and sit down with his little computer and pull out his putt and start whacking it and figuring out how much money people are paying for games where stars decide that they don't feel like working that night. Could you imagine any other field? Could you imagine going to your boss? Now, people get sick days. I get that. And people don't work, you know, six months a year. They work all year with vacations. If your job is to make hundreds of millions of dollars playing a game, barring any legitimate injury or sickness, you need to show up to work every night. Now, people say, well, you didn't show up for two weeks. I was, I was in the hospital for six times and had two surgeries in a month. NBA players would take half the season off for that. <laughs> you think a player would be playing going oh, through what I did? Hell, no, they would still not be playing. They'd You're still playing. be sitting on their asses. Yeah. Well, you can't sit on your ass. And you're going through what you're going through. You have to kind of lie down. And then people wonder why I rip the NBA. I rip all sports. But the load, and, I, and God bless you, Doris Burke. God bless you, Doris Burke, for having the balls, even though you're a woman. All those other pansies, Mike Greenberg and all these other guys, they're too afraid to criticize the league because the league is what they need. ESPN can't function without the NBA. They are a 24-7 NBA ass-licking organization. Their tongues are so far up NBA players' asses, they could tell you what LeBron James is going to have for breakfast tomorrow morning. That's how far up their tongues go into the NBA assholes. And then when a woman at ESPN has the balls to stand up and say what the NBA is doing, what Kawhi Leonard is doing, is criminal. It's criminal. And the Clipper fans out there, you listening in California, you, you march on the building today. You jump over the turnstiles in the because I'm going to do my AOC now. I demand you jump over the turnstiles in the New Year in the L.A. subway system that nobody uses. So if you jump over the turnstiles and don't pay the fares, nobody's going to notice because they don't care. And you demand that the Clippers give your money back for tonight's game. And I hope the Clippers lose by double digits tonight. And as much as I love Kawhi Leonard as a player, what he's doing is consumer fraud. Consumer fraud. Tell me I'm wrong here, Robin. Tell no. me that I'm wrong. I'm, I agree with you 100%. And I'm glad Doris Burke did it. Because it took somebody 
And, and, she, and she couched it by saying, we know how important the NBA is to us here at ESPN because we have a contract to air their games. And it didn't. And so I'm she better sure people, not get in trouble for saying She's not that. going to get in trouble because she was dead on. She wasn't like the phonies like Adam Silver, the commissioner, or LeBron James and all these other cowards and Steve Kerr and uh, the other sanctimonious guy in San Antonio, Popovich, who have p- opinions about everything except China because they know they can't criticize China because they make money from China. That you find out who the cowards are when it comes to when it's about money. When it's about money, they will bend over it, and they'll be pretzels. They'll be contortionists. There won't be a way your body can't be turned and have something rammed into their asses more so than these woke, fake, woke assholes who just think that everybody's going to believe everything they say. But when it's time to take a stand on something really important, they cower like the cowards that they are. Doris Burke's not going to get in trouble. Doris Burke did what needed to be done and said what needed to be said. That what the NBA is doing with, 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 with the, the load management bullshit is a scam. An absolute scam. That's why I still, to this day, will not spend a dime going to any NBA game. No Sixer games, no Laker games, no NBA. The NBA is not getting a dime of my money this season. No jerseys, no anything. Until this stinky... Yeah, you're right. Greg Popovich is a load management specialist. But the difference... Here's the difference between what Pop did. When Greg Popovich had all those guys that were getting older, Tim Duncan and those guys, they would have, the, the, they would have their conference won, you know, early in the season. And then so down the stretch, they would give star players a night rest, especially when they're playing shit teams. So, you know, you're playing, it's February, it's cold, you really don't want to be in Portland... You really don't want to be in, you know, in, in God-forsaken frozen cities in the middle of the winter, Chicago, where you can't even walk outside in January or February without getting frostbite. I get it's a long season. Players don't want to go into these towns and, and bust their asses every night. But they're on television. And they're getting paid. Because these are things that anger me as someone who speaks for the fans. I don't give the NBA any of my money. But people do. I'm speaking for those fans who don't have a voice. What Doris Burke did today was courageous. But she didn't go off and she just made – we should pull the tape, Robin. It was on – could you go to ESPN site, please? Because even Mike Greenberg, I want to play the comments for people to hear it. Because this is the kind of stuff that so many people around in sports talk radio can't say. People who work for radio stations, you know, where they have the rights to their particular team – like the station here in Philly that has the Sixers rights, there won't be anybody on that radio station going off on the league. They weren't even going off on the Sixers. I worked there. They, they, wouldn't even, they weren't even allowed to call it tanking when the Sixers were tanking more than the Titanic. They were going down faster than the Titanic hitting an iceberg. But no one was allowed to criticize the team because they were in bed. And I get it. You have a partnership. You're supposed to help your partners. But this was absolute criminal. The Sixers did was criminal, and I stand behind. I don't care if they win five championships in a row. Because let's be honest, what they tanked for really didn't work. They have two players from all the players in the tankings and taking all these. Oh, this guy's the next guy. Winless for Wiggins. Oh, this guy's going to be the next guy. Dario Saric. Oh, wow, my God. I think I have it. It's hard because I can't. No, I understand. I'm giving you the opportunity to find it. So this was on the... Wake up or get out or get up or whatever the hell that show's called. Get out. 
Get out. called Get Out on ESPN. Mike Greenberg, uh, the host of the show, and he had uh, – who's the guy he has on? Jay Will on with him this morning. And, of course, Jay Will is a player's lapdog, so he's not going to say anything critical of the players. He's a lapdog. He's basically another NBA plant. A guy who played the game is a very smart player, but is basically there to suck the NBA dry, to suck them dry, and that's what he does. That's his place on that show. They could have players could be murdering people in the stands, and Jay Will and his ilk would say, "Hey, you know, but the, the player had it coming to him. The, the fans had it coming to him. They should have been killed by those players." By the way, AJ in San Antonio has been on hold all this entire time. He knew that you were doing a rant. Does he want? Does because my rant's pretty much over. You know what I'm saying? Is he still there, AJ? And uh, is AJ there? I want to get him on here. Oh no, we have the Doris Park. But I if, if AJ, I don't want to keep AJ's. AJ helps us more than anybody on the I face know. of the earth. So I don't want to cut him off. Well, do you want because do the, I'm going to rant? Let's do the Doris Park first. Yeah, because I want people we'll here. So if yeah. you didn't see it, I didn't see it. I don't get up and watch Get Out, Get Up, whatever it's called. But then when I saw the clip. And I saw on the headline, because I look through ESPN, so I don't hate ESPN. I don't look at their website every day. I check all the sites for sports information. How do you think I find out that the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals is getting coffee in the morning? I mean, those are the important things that ESPN's NBA, the 7,000 people they have in all these cities covering the NBA do, and the NFL. But let's go to Get Out this morning, or Get Up on ESPN, when they started discussing the fact that tonight on the nationally televised game, Kawhi Leonard is taking a load management night when ESPN has. Except for the second time this season already, Doris, we have Kawhi sitting out because of, air quotes, load management issues on that knee. I thought there was supposed to be a rule against this. Listen, I'm going to preface my remarks by saying, obviously I work for a company that has a vested interest in their stars hitting the floor when we have them. It is mind-boggling to me that Kawhi doesn't want to play against the reigning MVP, and he'd rather play against Portland tomorrow night on TNT. And I believe the league has a long-term problem. When it pinches them, I don't know. Uh, but Kawhi not playing, to me, is ridiculous at this point. I, I don't understand it. I... He is a great player. He is compelling to watch. If you've watched any of his games, he's been absolutely brilliant in the fourth quarter and won them a ton of games. And the Clippers obviously have a responsibility to Kawhi and to winning and to long term. But, but the league also, I believe, is and should be concerned that their best players are not playing on nights when they're on national television. The NBA ratings took a hit last year. People tune in. We know this for a fact, guys. The, the, the league, people tune in because they want to see the stars who are so compelling. There are a few players who are this compelling at this stage in their career. Giannis, obviously. LeBron remains that guy. But Kawhi not playing tonight. Yes, I'm, I'm not there tonight, but I am disappointed for my colleagues, and I'm disappointed for the fans. And when this pinches the NBA, I do not know. But to me, the league has a problem. There she is. That, she was on actually with uh, Trey Wingo and Mike Golick on the radio show. And then, of course, they took that clip and played it on Mike Greenberg's TV show, Get Up. And that's when Jay Will said, well, you know, hey, these players, man. Hey, you know, 
play. Michael Jordan. Oh, that's right. Michael Jordan never took off. The only maintenance nights, uh, where they call it load management, is when he had to go to the casinos in Atlantic City when he played against the Knicks. But he would wait till at least after the game, jump in a limo, and then go to Atlantic City and gamble all night. He still showed up for the damn games. So God bless Doris Burke. And the good thing about her doing it is because she's a respected, smart woman who works at ESPN. And so if anybody dare criticize, they're not going to d- discipline her because what she didn't say anything wrong. She didn't say any. You heard it now, Rob. You heard me describe yes. what she was saying. You heard her say it in her own words. Mm-hmm. What's your position on that? Is she not absolutely no, she's dead on? No, she's 1,000% correct. And no other league, no other league promotes individual talent like the NBA. Of course, the mm-hmm. NFL does Tom Brady. Everybody knows Tom Brady's there. Right. But in the NBA, with players switching, superstars switching every year to different teams to want to be on a team they want to play on, they have to get people locked in to know where these mm-hmm. players are. Yeah. And it's promotion. Being on ESPN on Wednesday nights, on TNT on Thursday nights with the great Kevin Harlan, this is what people tune in for. It's a star-driven league. And as Doris Burke astutely points out, when your stars say, I don't want to play tonight, that's consumer fraud. So let's go back to the phones. Is AJ there? Yes, he is. Now, Dean is ripping AJ here. Tony just tells us how great AJ is, and then he puts him on after Doris Burke, LOL. Well, because the guy was on hold earlier, and I didn't know he was there. Yeah, that was my So fault. you shut your face, Dean. Don't let me come <laughs> down there, even with my bad ass, and I'll go all bad ass on you, sucker. By the way, my butt's starting to hurt now, Robin. Uh, uh, show near an end. I know, because you, you've done your – you actually did uh, three hours today, which it's a little bit more sitting than you normally but do. But to show you how much we love AJ and all our listeners, we're in overtime right now, extra time, as they say in, in soccer. But we got to bring him on. Because this man knows his NBA. He's been to the old uh, Hemisphere Arena. Yes. He's been at all the great locations in and around the San Antonio National Basketball Association venues. The great AJ in San Antonio. Hello. If I'm in overtime, I'm going to have to claim load management, Tony. I can't play. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to hang up and call in tomorrow. Maybe. No, but you, I think, no. I don't know, it was you, somebody, I, some, I think it was you, but, and we all know Greg Popovich did load management, but that was smart because that's at the end of the season, games don't matter, you've already clinched everything you need, and you give a couple of your stars a night off, and everybody knows it. But now yeah, when Kawhi but, Leonard, first week in the, Joel Embiid, the second game of the season, can't play. That, that's true, but the last time uh, Popovich did it, it was towards the end of the year. Exactly. He sat, he sat all three of them down. But he was fined a quarter of a million dollars. The Spurs were fined a quarter of a million dollars for doing it. Now, now Kawhi Leonard getting a pass on this. It's an outrage. It's it's, it's hypocritical, and I'm with you. No, you that's know, a great point about know. Pop. You're absolutely right because what he did, you know, sitting Ginobili, Parker, and Tim Duncan, was absolutely consumer fraud. But the Spurs fans yeah. were so used to win. See what happens? It's like the, it's like it's like the Patriot fans. They're so used to winning. The organization has been so good at drafting not just lottery picks, but also guys in the second, third, second round guys who are Hall of Famers, Ginobili and Tony Parker. So they get a pass a lot of times. But the league at least had the balls, as you mentioned, to say what you're doing is consumer fraud. And then the organization got fined and they wrote a check. You think somebody's going to find the Clippers or Kawhi Leonard for doing this? Again, if he's legitimately hurt, then you don't play. But you don't play... How many games have they played already? Like five or six games? 
Eight. I think he, this is the second time in eight games. In eight games. And I said Joel Embiid, after this first night opening night, the next night he takes the season, he takes the night off. If these guys can, and they won't do what I said to do. They won't go to a 70-game regular season schedule because that means they, would, they can't demand the same amount of money from the owners. It's the same reason Major League Baseball won't go down back to like 149 or 152 games. Exactly. Lost revenue, lost games, lost tickets, lost advertising. Exactly. So you can't have it both ways. And so if, nope. if the league doesn't do anything to address this load management scam that is now rampant in the NBA, then they're losing more credibility than they've already lost with the LeBron James China bullshit from a couple of weeks oh. ago. LeBron James has got his tongue so far up China's asshole. He needs, he needs to get some Manscaped products. Well, he, he probably clean up does. Down there. Well, he's got to clean up up on top, too, because that hairline thing, man, all the money he's got, it's so easy to get the hairline fixed now. Come on, LeBron. You're a billionaire, bro. Just go to a I'll good doctor. You, get that thing. Yes. I just made my first order. That was a hell of a deal on that 20% off and free shipping. Yeah, so Thank what you it, very what much. Is it, I actually haven't gone on to manscaped.com. Does it, does it come as a package, or do you order individual stuff? Or? No, it's the same you box. You can order. You can order packages. You can order individual products. You can order them one time, or like what I did, you get it for a discount, and they'll send you whatever you order every month. Oh wow! Like so, you get like get new blades all the time. Well, like what I got is I got the the body wash, the foot duster, and what they call the crop reviver, which I think is a great name. Oh, I love the crop <laughs> reviver. With a discount, twenty five bucks. That's wow. a hell Every month. That is awesome. And I think it's all about American men. You know, men are pigs, let's be honest. But I think now that we all understand that manscaping is very important, not just for your own per personal well-being. You know, and did you get the ball deodorant, though, the ball cream? That's the crop reviver. Oh, that's right. They just call it the reviver. That's yes. right. Yeah. That's Absolutely. great reviver and knowledge right in, there, man. Uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful, man. What, what you got to do is you got to do a manscape and a nasal cleanse on into the night. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. I'm gonna do it. I haven't done. I have to do. I, yeah, time. I haven't used the, the nasal cleanse thing. Maybe Friday night we we blow it all out. Blow out my uh, my nasal sinuses, and then I'll yeah. do a manscape on the air, and then just two put cleanses at the same time. Oh, there's only one thing better than two cleanses at the same time, man. Two cheeks at the same time, man. By the way, play action real nails. Okay, wait, I'm gonna file wait, a lawsuit. Wait, wait, wait. I want reparations from the NBA. I want a reparations check from the NBA for, for basically enslaving us to having to watch your product and then screwing us over at the end of the day. Absolute outrage. Tony, there's oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going into HR right now and claiming load management. I'm going all. <laughs> By the way, can you get these products, these great uh, Manscaped products at HEB, H-E-B? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Their phone is, your phone just went shit, went the shit, unfortunately. I know. Oh, no. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's not me. Oh, thank God. Oh, I thought it was our phone uh, system going crap. No, no, no. It was me. So, now, H-E-B, I don't think they, I don't think they, uh, I don't know if they, they carry it. They might, but. Now, I didn't even uh, know H-E-B was a big, uh, does it stand for anything? It, those are initials. The uh, funny thing, you know, actually, it's uh, Harold Butt is the, fam uh, the Butt family. <laughs> the Butt family? <laughs> Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, are you? Oh, wait a minute. Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> oh man, that, that's almost—it's like almost unreal. It's like surreal. 
Here yeah. I am having a butt problem for the last couple of months. And, and now we're, we're talking, talking about, about butt balls and butts. and we got every part of the body covered on this show. Yeah, even the man. feet. I, e- bought the foot, I, bought, I bought the foot spray. Oh, man. Are you, I didn't know you were a fetishist kind of guy. Hey, well, you know, you learn something <laughs> new every day. <laughs> Tony, to each their own, to each their own. So the butt family, huh? Uh, Harold Butt, yeah. It, it, it's one of those. Hundred-year-old chains that's just uh, been around forever and uh, not related to the I'm butthole just... surfers, though. One of my favorite groups. No, no, not the butthole surfers. No. How about not uh, not the great song uh, "Doing the Butt"? That sexy, sexy butt. You got to play that now, Robin, before we get out of here today. Doing the what, butt. What's that other song? Like "Big Butts in a Can." Too. Oh yeah, I love "Big Butts and I Cannot Lie," but "Doing the Butt" is more oh, important man. because the butt family. Providing the cookie dough down there, so they have uh, large quantity packages. Because that's not th- those two packages of the of the cookie dough are not something you're going to get to make you know just a couple for the family at night. That's that's a industrial size packaging right there. That's industrial size packaging. My daughter had a volleyball fundraiser, and I kept them in the freezer, and I wanted to make sure they stayed relatively cool on the trip up there. So. I- I bought a $2 insulated bag and shipped them off to you. Beautiful, man. Thank you. And Play Action Real says, I go to Randall's, AJ, down there in San Antonio. Yeah, Randall, Randall's is another. It's mostly in, it's outside of San Antonio, but mostly in Houston and Dallas. I think. Not Julius Randall, of course, or Tony no. Randall. Although Julius Randall, I believe, is a Texan. That is great, Julius Randall. And not Randall Cobb. Former Saint Not Great. Not Randall Cunningham either. No, but Randall Cobb, of course, uh, down there with the Dallas Cowboys now. After all those years in Green Bay, as you well know. Yeah, he had a pretty good. He had a pretty good Monday Night Football game too. You know, had a really good Monday Night Football game too. A guy that nobody thought would have, it, except the Philly Godfather. He said, "Watch out for Golden Tate." Yeah. And he's all over making catches, one-handed catches, all over the place. Exactly right. And that's why Mr. Monday Night took the Dallas Cowboys. So to prove that I'm not just a guy who's going to root against the Cowboys all the time, which I do, but when I think they're the better team and they're going to cover the number, that's my job as Mr. Monday Night, to not take any kind of personal biases. I mean, I could be rooting for the Giants because it would help the Eagles. I'm looking at the reality of the world, which is why I'm here every single day except for the last two and a half weeks. That's why this Cowboy fan has Zach Ertz as his tight end on his fantasy football. Had a great weekend with that guy. Damn right. 100, over 100 yards, nine catches, touchdown. Touchdown. It's all that matters, man. It's all that matters. Well, I know I'm in overtime, man. Thanks for the call, man. Keep well, up the good work. Thank you, AJ. Thank you very much, my friend. There you have it. Do you bring the butt back song back up here, Robin? I want to play this on the way out. Doing the butt. It's one of the great songs that doesn't get played a lot. I had this at my wedding, I think. No, actually, it wasn't out. I wasn't married back then. Can you bring my, uh, my music up? Yep. Here we go. heck is this? No, this isn't doing the butt. This is doing the do. What the, do the hell do. is this, Tony? I want to do the butt. That sexy, sexy butt. Should I turn it down? Yeah, I got to find doing the, the butt. Doing the butt. Doing the butt. Who the hell did that song, damn it? Doing the butt, Robin. I looked it up on Spotify, but Spotify, you can't find doing the butt songs. It's just got big old butt. By LL Cool J. I may have to play that right now while we're looking for the other song. Can you bring it up again, Robin? Be a little LL. E U da butt. E U da butt. 
E-U was the one that did it, and it's it's D-A-B-U-T-T. Da butt. That's da right. Da butt. Da, like da bears, like da bulls. Da butt. Da butt. Give me a little uh, LL further, because this is a big old butt. I'm out on the prowl to make a long story short. I got the digits. Called on my car phone and paid her a visit. I was spanking her and thanking her, chewing her and doing her. Laughing because my girl didn't know that I was screwing her. Laying like a king on sheets of satin. That's what time it is. You know what's happening. She had a big old booty. I was doing my duty. I mean, All right, not for LL. I mean, that's this is the real song right here. It's the real deal. Yeah. Oh. All right. This is probably going to hurt me, but I need it. All night long, baby. Underrated song, Robin. so crazy because you're jiggling your camera all over the place. You can't play funk in a soft funk, Robin. It's hard funk. I know. Now, while Tony's rocking out, I just want to do some uh, house cleaning here for those My of you. My butt should be on load management. It was, actually. Yeah, it was on load management. <laughs> it was more like unload management. All night long. Uh, we have to put that in heavy rotation, yes, Robin. Let do. me save that song. You should save that song. That's got to be a good, good Friday night good song. song. That is funkadelic, man. And I want to... EU, not the European Union. They're, they're about to be busted up. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robin. For those of you watching on anything other than twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live, make sure that you download the Twitch app. It is available on Android and Apple um, in the Play Store. And it is completely free to download. It is completely free to follow. And you will then get a notification every single time Tony Bruno goes live. Boom. Normally, we are on daily from 1 to 4 p.m. With a couple of exceptions when Tony does additional shows. Like tomorrow, Thursday, we will do a two-hour show from 1 to 3. And then we'll jump in the family truck to head up to King of Prussia for screwballs. And 6 to 8 for the countdown to an unbelievably a really, really good matchup on Thursday night football, Chargers and Raiders, and then Monday night, the Seahawks and 49ers. So we got some interesting matchups coming up on the primetime game. Yes. And uh, twi- being on Twitch is the only way that you are truly supporting the Tony Bruno Show Live on twitch.tv. So um, if you like what you are listening to, if you like what you are watching, and you want more of it, and you want it to keep it continue. The same thing. Um Get on Twitch. It's free. It's easy. 
And what's warm? What's one more app? I mean, seriously. It's not even a pain in the butt. No. And trust <laughs> me, I know pains in the butt. Are we on Apple TV? Uh, apparently, Apple TV finally released an Apple uh, a, t- a Twitch app, so Good. so you there's can really watch no way that you sh- cannot find this show. Right. If you have Apple TV, that means that you can watch it up on the big screen. Well, you can watch it up on the big screen anyway. Just cast it up on any TV that you have, any smart TV, and you can watch it on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer. We're pretty much everywhere. Beautiful. So, we thank you very, very, very mucho. And um, on that note. Tony Bruno. I have to add this song to the Friday mix, though, Robin. Yes. I don't know how to do that. We'll do that after the show. We can do that later. Plus, I have to go uh, cool my butt. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody. Felt good today. A lot of fun. Everything worked. It's a rarity in this world anymore. So the load management portion of the program is over. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 1 o'clock, doubleheader Thursday. And then Friday, we will do Into the Night on Friday night. Am I right, Robin? As, as far as I know, we're going to go. The disco ball has been static way too long. We need the lights. We need to dim all the lights, sweet baby. We need to get this thing back rocking and rolling like we're used to every single day. In the meantime, I want to thank Miss Robin, who's been working so hard to get everything fixed. Well, I've been in bed like an invalid. Luigi for bringing the doggy in today. We had a great time. Little Penny. What a beautiful dog. All the people who called in, all the great friends on the Twitch stream, all of our subscribers, followers. Don't forget, follow, follow, follow. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.